uh, print out, by the way, the blank sides to write on. What else? And uh, speaking of on, we are indeed on. What's the blank pages? Um, I've not seen your blank pages, where are they? Hello. All this time, and she hasn't even seen his blank pages. Well, fuck. <sighs> right, so, um, tonight then. Prime time We're going back in indie history to prime time adventures. Is it? Does it look yeah. It's a pretty early one, one of the first ones that really. What made lots it of people big. like that. And yes. I decided that I would like to have a go at being the producer. Ooh. Because you've seen the Oscars and realised that producers do nothing. Yeah. Oh, exactly. you wound me. <laughs> no. no, it's because no, I'm a bossing, overbearing, organisational type who'd like to whip you all into shape. Overbearing. <clears throat> I'm all for the whipping into shape. Uh, no, it's executive producers who don't do anything anyway. Kitten, you're about to get strapped on. What, executive producers? As far as I can tell, they just get credit. Producers are the ones who do actually find the money and all that sort of stuff. I see. Well, but, uh, no. tell, tell us what they do in Primetime Adventures. What is Primetime Adventures? You're, you're creating a TV show. Um, basically, you have a series run, which would be... Sorry, but if anyone's hearing crunching, it's not me. It would be about you five episodes would be a kind of small series run. Mm -hmm. And each protagonist in the story has screen time. Yep. And you have... No, not looking at you. It's me eating. It's him eating, trying to eat quietly. Failing. <laughs> Would you perhaps like to eat some of the poker chips? There might be a little less uh, noise. You now know what it's like to run a game. Already, you know. <laughs> I'm about to give it up. You've run a Three game seconds in. Yes, and he flung poo over the ball. Mm. Expect more of that. <laughs> Expect more of that. Seriously. Running it was meant game. to be a historical Tudor situation. What, and they didn't have poo in Tudor time. Well, they did, but the ladies in waiting didn't generally, I imagine, uh, fling uh, it uh, at ah. each other. Oh, well, there you go, you see, straight away, we've, we've strayed from the textbooks there, mm. haven't we? You're imagining. Well, frankly, okay. straying away from the subject we were talking about. Basically, before. we get together and decide, as a group, what kind of setting we want to play in. And then you have your protagonists, and each protagonist has a certain amount of screen time. And you get to have, each person has the same amount, so you'll have a scene where you're the main character, you'll have a couple of scenes, i.e. episodes, where you're the supporting character, and you'll have a couple of episodes where you're a minor character, which doesn't mean that you're sat in the corner doing bugger all for the evening, it just means that the story is revolving around the character that has the most screen presence for that episode. Right, lovely. I was saying, oh, that sounds interesting, as well as, oh, biscuits. Yeah, I kind of yeah, got sorry. heartened by the ooh, and then I saw the biscuits, and I thought, fuck. Um, <laughs> oh, they do look a bit good, so you're feeling heartened, um, have a biscuit. Thank you. So, you don't need a lot. We do need a deck of playing cards, but I don't think we'll need that Not today, to because it's just pitching. Okay. It's kind of, what I kind of world do you want to play in? We're, we're sat around, we're going to have characters that play in a particular world, yep. do particular things, what's it going to be? It's a bit well, like Mortal Coil in that respect. You see, I, from what, what you've been saying before, where you were talking about a particular idea and you were talking about a particular idea, I thought that it was um, more sort of, we throw a few ideas in for sort of, hey, I've thought of this yeah. as a series, mm -hmm. and yeah. then we discuss and ridicule and point and laugh. 
yeah. and um, narrow it down then, and, twist and then them. develop yes. one of the ones that were interesting. Yeah, in. and twist them. So if you say, yeah, but I'm thinking of superheroes, and I go, on Mars. And yeah. So, yeah, that but sort of thing. So you, but then don't you, feel... you, you choose one of the general ideas somebody's thrown forward, and then it gets developed. or well, you know, Feel free the, to uh, say, I don't want to play that kind of thing. But feel also that we should keep going and going and going, because we might return back to one that everybody said no originally, and go, actually, yeah, Thank that was you. the best. We like that. Nice paper. Okay, so Should we not be keeping it so you can kind of pretend to be police? And that would be oh, kind when of you illegal. Yeah. Mm. When you pitch, you meant to do um, like a one sentence. Well, the food is too far away from it's me. It's like Buffy. I would say that's about the right distance. Well, what was the idea we had of the, um, the slovenly role player who loved playing White Wolf games? Scruffy the vampire <laughs> player, I think it was. Mm. No. So, Next. So the idea is, we, no, the idea is you, you record everything everybody says. Yes. It's like complete brainstorming. What and a then fantastic we begin to go, idea. We should do that with the whole <laughs> game. Sorry, carry so, on. Scruffy it's been a very long day. the vampire player. Okay. Can we have a few more? Yeah, you could do. You could include Samuel L. Jackson in it and put player as in player. But if I you reckon. expect me to be in any way convincing, <laughs> I, I, in that sort of right, milieu, it's not going to work. Okay. I think Department Twenty Seven, the TV series, right? Department Twenty Seven began in nineteen twenty seven, when you know, the British government. Off for you, I think you're fine. Uh, when the British government um, got together a group of people to try to investigate paranormal activity. So set in the 20s, it's a group of ex-army and similar types of people, and it's like the X-Files in the 20s. Okay. There we go. That's a good idea. Pitch. Uh, sets would be Manchester, uh, Edinburgh, London. And the sort of, it would be sort of slightly Cthuloid, but not with the, with a slight sense of darkness in there, but not overly so, more like X-Files level. And of course, everybody would be smoking. Yep, everybody would be smoking. You'd all be kind of competent, whatever. There's Makes a change. What's your pitch? Well, I kind of had this idea where you'd have a kind of Harry Dresden. Harry Dresden in Manchester with a bit of the X Files thrown in, with a bit of kind of George R. R. Martin. World behind the scene, kind of two worlds, bit of a veil between them, mm -hmm. things going both ways, changing both places. So you've got people with magic on the one side that have landed in this world, potentially don't even know where they've come from because they've been hit by a bomb, and just kind of okay. working out who they are, so not wanting people to know. Sarah, who they Sarah's are. pitches: there's two worlds. Uh, a bomb has gone off in Manchester, thanks to the IRA, tearing the veil apart. So it's set around Manchester the is becoming increasingly yes. weirdly magical as a result. Okay. A lot of hedonism, a, a lot of corruption coming through. A few people can step between the two. And like maybe some people mm -hmm. want to hide the fact and that they're from the other side. And it kind of takes a lot of the Department 27 idea, but there's something a bit different. Yep. Well, you could have you people with magical have to be skills. In that. You could just be a student. One idea I had was that on the other side, this world could encompass a lot of the things that the writers of our world have got their ideas from. So there are monsters on that side, there are magic, there are the people that can do the wire-foo things. So you could have 
people who have come through that can do the wire through, but people who have come through that have also got a bit of magic ability. Mm -hmm. But they're gradually finding each other and trying to work out what to do about it. And most of them, I imagine, might not want anybody else to know that that world exists. Or maybe they do. How Actually, play also, it? you could, if you wanted to, put those two settings together. Hmm. If you wanted to do Department 27, you go, well, okay, it's, you know, it's not the bombing There'd of the day or whatever it was. people investigating these You're strange people. The reason You've for the stuff the that they're investigating that. is... Although you don't, you don't know because you weren't there, but in Wild Talents, we used a present-day Department 27, mm -hmm. um, which is where the, the heroes ended Funny up. Funny how it crops up in different games. Mm. <laughs> um, we're recruited into Department 27, and we're working for them. Mm -hmm. So this could just be another adventure. Uh, and in fact, the But you could have the Department 27, potentially at this point, are not the protagonists. They're the people that are chasing the protagonists because they're trying to find out what the hell's actually going on. Yeah. Where are these well, people coming from? if you want another tie-in, the explosion's already happened because um, Chris's character was working on an experiment that blew up the in the Gygax building, building. In, mm. uh, at Manchester University and flattened a good third of Manchester. And it that was a pretty work. catastrophic experiment. It wasn't a particularly good third, actually. <laughs> yeah. no, no, luckily, it was just the rubbish he did. Yeah. Um, so if you want a tie-in... Well, so that something that's already been a previous that would be, yeah, TV that would be interesting. That'd be interesting. Cause, I mean, effectively, it's uh, a bit torturey, isn't it? Mm. Well, there's also there there's kind of well, these got weird undead things, things that were wandering about. There's people that because they were the heroes were kind of changed and suddenly got powers because yeah. of this light awakened powers. Um, but other people were changed into kind of animalistic zombies. But I would say I wouldn't want to to essentially run the same setting as the Wild Times No, game I was just exactly. thinking for the tie-in side of it, though, but you don't have to use no, I mean it at the, all. No, I mean, the, yeah. the fact that you've got like, people with superpowers and so on is a slightly different story. This is another, this is something else that occurred because of the explosion. I mean, yeah, that's a different series, you have to go and watch that. You know, well, I, I do listen to them, but yeah. you've still got a few to I, I put a few possible character ideas forward, like you could have a hedonist from the wildland or the other side, whatever you want to call it, whatever you want it to be. He's seen everything, done yeah, everything on that side. That beer bottle over with that wayward hand of yours. But he's exploring what's <laughs> available on this side. Done everything, seen everything on that side, come to this side, what is there? And what are they doing while they're exploring it? Are they corrupting people? Are they potentially an antagonist rather than a protagonist? Uh, you could have... An assassin with waifu skills who's chased a quarry somehow through this veil into our world is kind of going, uh, 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 yeah, but is doing nice kind of jumping from rooftop to rooftop things. Just kind of, I like the idea. It, yeah, I think it made me okay. kind of start. I think there, 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 there are a really lot sad. of. <laughs> looks like you couldn't stop writing. I couldn't. It no, just kept, so. uh, kept there's coming. There's a lot to both of those. Right, what keep about, going. Uh, you want to superhero? No, I don't want anything. I haven't got a pitch, really. I'm afraid no, no, the idea is we throw out loads of pitches and then we come All back right. to some. Uh, yeah, in that case, then I'd go with my superhero thing. Yeah, it's brainstorming. It's all we're doing. Yeah, I think that's... Um, so, yeah, some sort I of... Think we've, uh, I think it's something that we do what is it? in other games, though. Yeah, but what do you mean by something? I like the idea of people, a bit wild talency, who get their powers, but have no kind of skills. They're not. It's heroes. I suppose, yeah. Or maybe something like the old Cyworld game. Because yeah. that isn't exactly what you call a superhero, because it hasn't got all the trappings of superhero. You're not getting costume vigilantes and that sort of thing. No. But it's exploring people getting unusual abilities, and you can do that in a different way if you're thinking that perhaps we do you know, other games that cover the same ground. Yeah. So I'm thinking something like that, 
but it's a, the story is about the fact that they're manifesting with the powers, not that they've already got mm-hmm. them and they're accomplished with them. So the origins... So it's a bit soapy, if you see yeah. what I mean as well. It's a bit soap opery in that sense. That it's about relationships. But this game has no I, random I table. Like, I, so city. Yeah, I do like the soap yeah, opera idea, idea yeah. because it's not I, I like a game that people. is about people. Yeah. <laughs> the powers are almost the... Although you'll be so the, so there'd, be, there'd be people just beginning their first superhero-ness. Yeah. So they're, they're well, not a group. all the they've ordinary lives. They've got a bona fide furry lover in their group. It's freaking the rest of them out. <laughs> well, we've got one too. No, we just have to put up. Was just introduced. you should get together. You know. Imagine all the static you could build up. Oh, no canoe no suits, no. <laughs> yeah, I was just listening to one of their uh, recording <laughs> sessions where, where they start getting onto the possibilities of life-size care bears. Anyway, I'll uh, with opposable joints and. Orifices? Yeah. Or orifices, orifices. that would be an idea. <laughs> oh yes, an idea, an idea that we're not going <laughs> to pursue in any way. So, uh, pitches then. Well, thank you for yours, Martin. That was very... Actually, I'd like to do a pitch about an opposable orifice. No! <laughs> That's not Think about that, that idea down. is a mayfly. It has been born, lived and died <laughs> in the space of one sentence. I've got a title for it. It could be the fist of love. <laughs> Anyway, um, John, on. I think your turn potentially for, or, or perhaps or, John. Or I could join in if, if that's okay. Nah, fuck <laughs> you. Carry on, John. Yeah. Um, well, I've got two ideas. One of them just briefly occurred to me for the sort of thing that I wouldn't normally do, <clears throat> and it would be um, an American uh, sitcom style mm-hmm. sitcom, as opposed to the dreadful things we get like my family. Um, with a title along the lines of Nerd Girls Are Hot or something like that. We're about a bunch well, of misfits uh, and their hilarious misadventures in you know, college or geeky jobs or working at a comic store. Does this involve the three men playing Is this actually games? a porn no. series oh, right. you're thinking of Not here. in the slightest, no. It's one of those just typical sitcoms where you've got the you know the geeky guys, it never quite works out and they never get the girl to go for it. Where would we get conflict from? Much well, more comedy, but I mean, there's, there's conflict involved, I'm sure. We didn't ask difficult questions when she made her pitch, <laughs> did we? Anyway, that wasn't my main idea. This was, that was just something. Uh, my main idea would be honourable ninja rodents of the Yamamoto Noodle Factory. <laughs> okay. My, we've all been putting thought into this. <laughs> <laughs> I'll admit that the title is largely as far as I've got, but here's, here's a rough idea around it. It would be a combination live action animation thing. And it's about Mr. Yamamoto and his daughter, who will call Susie for want of a better name, but him and his daughter, and they've got this very small noodle place. Smith. Yeah, it's coming up. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's been in this neighbourhood for ages, and um, it's just, it's an old neighbourhood, and they've got this little, well, we call it a noodle factory, but it's a very small place, it's very traditional. And they've got their old customers who keep coming in. He's not a panda, okay. no, nor is he a duck. But there are developers who are trying to essentially redo the neighbourhood. So some of the people who've been going in there, some of his old old friends, have moved into new apartments and can't understand why he's holding out. And there are new noodle factories and things opening up. And unbeknownst to Mr Yamamoto, he is being defended from the uh, the encroachments by uh, essentially a bunch of kung fu mice who happen to live in the factory. So you've got the two elements. You've got the, the human side of it, setting things up. Japanese mouse guard. Get that expression off your face, Hume. 
I think that's terrific. <laughs> I, I put me down for that one. I like it. I, you know. <laughs> go on. Raise, I think we have a dissenting voice. Raise an objection. Go on. Let's hear it. <laughs> it is, it's Japanese mouse guard, isn't it? Well, you could say it's Japanese, oh, Japanese rat, wall, ratatouille. Or or it's, uh, yeah. I suppose, yeah. I mean, I've not actually read mouse guard. And do we all play the little mice? <laughs> yeah, we're going to need helium to do this. Or some, <laughs> or some post-production. <laughs> but, yeah. So that was the essentially the idea that obviously the um, the big corporations would have you know high tech gadgets. They have over. their own ninja rats. It could be being taken over by cats. So we're actually aiming for uh, the Saturday be morning market because there. he doesn't know about the mice. You see. But he might not know that the secret overlords are actually cats who are funding the away. humans to buy, buy, buy out the mouse-driven nudibus. Well, that's a complication, certainly. Well, at least your cats have learned to use the cat flap at last. Fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> that was said with quite very Okay, so, um, okay. so those are my two uh, notions. All right, I've got an idea. Um, it's the future. My kind of spread out into the galaxy a little bit, but... Our technology is still a bit crude. Um, however, some of the aliens isn't. And there's a device there, uh, like an orbiting space station. Who, Not a model. A what? Sorry. Oh. Um, who we um, we take over. And, you know, crew out and just use as a base to, to forward thing. And then we discovered that it's actually got... I mean, I've read this in a book anyway, so it's just... I'm very serious about that. I thought I'd read that yeah. book. But the idea is it's actually got... Is it faster than light drive? That the aliens got have... doors. Oh. And when you step through those doors or enter the escape pods and press go, you get taken to somewhere else in the universe. Oh, is it a bit fringe? Equally, other people come in. It's a bit and it's becoming like a way station for all sorts well, of races to come who are just moving through. And it's like you begin to realise it's the centre of a net travel network. And humanity <coughs> can like is, is crewing it up with people who can go and use those gates to go other places. But also to kind of welcome other races coming in. So it's a bit Babylon 5 as well, isn't it? Yeah, it's a central of transit between... Anything can step through the door at any time. Um, but also, it's a sort of like reverse Stargate. So you, you can go out. But also, some, one day, an alien just comes in, all the alarms go off, and it's like, bloody hell, it's an ambassador from a race we've never seen before. What do we do? It looks like a fish. All that sort of stuff. Um, plus, plus, it's like a way station pub for the farthest reaches of humanity exploration. You get asteroid miners in the bar and all sorts of things. Pub at the end of the world. Yeah, pub at the end of the world. Exactly right. Sounds hmm. actually quite interesting. That does tickle me. Mm-hmm. Which case I'll play the bar <laughs> <laughs> I think he would possibly be an NPC. <laughs> see. Um, <sighs> see, it's a bit tutorial. Mm-hmm. It's not, <laughs> not the GM style we used to. Authoritarian with a oh, is that kind better? smile. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll see you're authoritarian and I'll raise you a tyrannical. <laughs> Ah, I like pitch. being in charge. Yeah. Oh, Which is mm-hmm. set in the Firefly universe. Yep. Mm-hmm. But we are the colonists left on the world. Oh, I thought it was going to be like one of the the, the, um, the really dramatic well, battles where Miranda. instead of brown coats, it's more brown trousers. <laughs> Which world? Kung Fu Mice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with Kung Fu Mice? I'm using Kung Fu to encompass all martial arts. Obviously, I'm not suggesting that we they have to be Kung Fu. So I could be a sort of... I may have been listening to Kung Fu fighting on my iPod <laughs> earlier, yes. So you wouldn't rule out ninjutsu or judo mice? Well, no, because if you ninja is in the or title... Or potentially a stoke. Ninja rodents was in the title, yeah. you see. So, I mean, any any kind of 
anything but pointy but teeth. Yes, just to get back to Martin's uh, pitch. For yeah. the, so it's kind of like a western, kind of vaguely set in space. Except you're the settlers. But we've removed, but we removed the space travel. So you've got to make a go of it. But it's the things that they run into. It could be aliens. It could be hostile settlers. It could be people who found gold on this planet and they want the settlers out of the way. It could be all sorts of things that they have to come up against. So. And there could be people in the camp who wanted to go some way, and people who don't, and some want to restore, in in you know do law and order, and some don't want law so and order. In a, in some respects, it's going to be along the lines of your sort of um, bonanza, Deadwood, all those kind of things. Um, the, Just not the extra bit being some sci-fi trappings. Yeah. It. So it's going to be focused so on actually the actually have a little gone, so it is kind of dogs in the vineyard. Setting wise, said where something could just turn Valkyrie, that they've not yeah. met yet on the planet yet, you know, or things like so that. So it's a planet they're trying to tame and there's strange things there, yeah. maybe. Okay. Yeah. Set to the background okay. of, but it's all kind of, of proper you know, settler conflict. But I'd like proper showdowns and you know, things Trips. that settled the tremors, things <laughs> under the graboids. Yeah. yeah, um, I'm, I'm starting to think B movie schlock now. Tremors, eh? Anyway, go on. That's, that's essentially you know, how my the end of the stories is things like yeah. proper showdowns with people standing in the streets and So it's, it, so it's you think the, the major conflicts are set between settlers? Possibly, sometimes, but another episode might What be about like the... Uh, you've got to have a light-hearted one, so you, yeah. you, your choice yeah. for ending is either going to be the showdown or the hoedown. What, up, uh, what about the Adam Roberts novel? Uh, Salt, where two sets of settlers were sent out. Ooh. And they were actually... Well, they arrived at the same time, colonised different parts, but they've kind of got massive ideological differences. Or, I, which is good, mm-hmm. but I quite like the idea of there's already aliens and they didn't realise that the survey team didn't do a very good job and there's actually aliens here. And you could mm-hmm. have some settlers, it's like the Indians, isn't it, in the, in the, in the Westerners, if you like. They, some want to get along and live together and some want them out of the way and things like and that. And they start so finding, like that story you wrote, they start <coughs> finding alien tech and it starts changing them into... These sort of alien sympathisers who then start sabotaging the colonists. Could be that the aliens actually have better tech than the cowboys, or something like that. Yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. So lots of. That's quite a gritty kind of world, yeah, is it? It, would be it wouldn't gritty. be a light-hearted one to play. Well, I think you can still have light-heartedness in there. I've well, got a pitch. Just if people start pulling aliens guns, things taking die. over yep. people. I've got a pitch and kind of shall we say a Star Trek type show <laughs> where. <laughs> Yeah. Well, like a team of people on a spaceship. Yes, exactly. And well, what I imagine was this. You'd have a team of people on a spaceship, and they're heading for a destination. But the destination... Oh, it's kind of like wagon train in space. Yes, because the way it works is the the spaceship would be a colony ship. Now, that is enterprising. Carry right. on. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, heading off yes, into what number we, one. What, uh, some sort of front, frontier, like a final type of frontier. <laughs> um, nice. And I was thinking that it's... Basically, imagine it's slingshotting around various planets and things. Right, right. And each series, each episode, they wake up, and it's like a new world. They're slingshotting around, they've got to get some resources from it or whatever. But they've got all the tensions of, they're expecting to enter the colony bit soon, and they're trying to work out who's yeah, in charge I mean, where they would, are. Uh, well, how long would it take? What, five years? I don't know. It would be like a, a continual mission. You're right. Mm. And they'd seek out while they were there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Strange new life forms. Um, oh, that would be great. In, in a kind of civilization. Like all, the, all the trappings of Star Trek removed, <laughs> so the ship is stuck on a course, they can't change That's what it. I meant. But you're the maintenance crew, everybody else is asleep. That's actually um, a little bit like Metamorphosis Alpha, except that's moved on a few years. Oh, Metamorphosis Alpha, you um, you sort of come round, you don't even know you're on a ship at first, because Sour. all the ecosystems inside have run wild and it's 
Just mm, yes, okay. so that's what I mean by The idea is you wake up and you're in a new place. Mm. You've got to get some resources, deal with whoever's there. But your ship's carrying on. And at the end of each episode, so you, you, like you go to sleep and wake up. Yeah, that's right. The ship's going to carry on. Mm. The ship will leave and you'll be stranded there. Yeah. Right. I mean, that does give you a... Wow. Possibly repetitive, mm. but it does give you some drama of a particular... Sorry, are they too close? Good God, what um, it's it's a... <laughs> oh, Powerful. Wow. That reminds of what I couldn't see because I'm a horror. 70% less patch. Yeah. Than what it doesn't say. Than a block of lard. Yeah, so that would be... Are you writing all these down? I got as far as Star Trek, and then you... Alright, colony ship. Mind blowing for me. Heading for its base. Heading for a a planet to to be uh, colonised. So we we can have... I mean, the crew could be like a... Uh, a mix of different races and um, not just that. I was thinking different cultures. You might might be mm. Russian or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, like a communications officer. Those sort, of, you know, just sort of. No, that, that's, that's very good. Yeah, you could have. Imagine someone each week would wear like a red uniform to go down to the planet. On. That's a no. <laughs> Obviously, you couldn't have any women in, in anything but supporting roles, though. I mean, it would, it would be realistic. It comes to the fact. Very short skirts. Yep, short skirts. Carrying a clipboard occasionally, um, I think. I'm not letting you play that. <laughs> <laughs> They're taking the piss already. They are. Imagine what it'd be like if I actually let them. Um, oh, sorry, I thought we had some kind of democratic input here. Yeah. Yeah, I, don't know to an I think it's a fine idea. Cop show. A what show? Yep. A cop show. Sorry. Set in the universe <laughs> that you've got. But we're the police in Manchester. We're and like trying to work is, out what's going on. work out what the hell's going on. So Perhaps a hastily on. assembled task force. Yeah, special unit task force to uh, to investigate. Although, if it, anything like the real police, it'd be surprisingly dull. Yeah, I like I have that. another one. Interstate 76. Yeah, group champion. What was that? Have you never played the... Uh, with guns strapped to the cars. It, it was an big, Activision big computer V8 game. Cars... Funnily enough, it has a Star Trek tie-in because John Delancey plays the villain. Uh, it's it's brilliant. Trappers, flares, big machine gun strapped to cars, and the um, characters all have names like Taurus and Groove Champion and Big Medallion. Like, you know, it's all nineteen seventies. Everyone eats burgers and drink beer and you know all them, all the classic kind of trappings of seventies cop shows and stuff. It's a bit sort of Dukes of Hazard, Starsky and Hutch, Mad Max. It's very loads strange. of car chases, aliens. Big shootouts, aliens. Although that might have been hallucination, if I remember. Yeah, but we can have aliens. Yeah, we can have aliens he's in driving, anything. He's driving past Roswell. Well, I'm about to get make a pitch about aliens. Another one. Yeah, aliens have Friday crash landed on Earth. Yeah. Sorry. Aliens have crash landed on Earth. Okay. And they're all different. Each like the survivors, uh, there's one of each alien race, or they're, they're a bit weird aliens. But for some reason they could blend in or whatever, and they're stuck on Earth. There's no way out. Basically, they could, but they've got to work out. How people work, how money works, how to get around the place. By a and eventually, one of them has named themselves after a car or something like that. Maybe. Eventually, their plan is to get to Roswell and steal the spaceship and get back home. Mm. Or just stay in the lab. What about you're all lumps of plasticine and the whole world is plasticine and it's an entire claymation, obviously very short, but a whole claymation setup? I like that. Needs a plot. That's all I've got. Yeah, well, that's why you just pitch in. I mean, I'm a big ideas man. I don't deal with the nitty-gritty day-to-day. No, no, you, you need to morph it into something better. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> no, <that> was, <laughs> yeah. OK, we'll move on to the next pitch. We could, we could mould the characters, couldn't we? <clears throat> well, you know, I'm sure that we can... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Take art then, whatever. <sighs> okay. Um, I really, really do like that idea. Feet of clay. As a concept. However, yeah. I'm like not prepared to run that world. Okay then. Like we make a slight change. Story and a plot of that. We take whatever the women. <coughs> excuse me. Whatever the women's <coughs> suggestion is. And claymation. And then we make it out of claymation. <laughs> So you can have your grit, <laughs> non-visual medium. Your gritty Western outer. Sp well, it would just mean that if you punch somebody in the face, you remember the imprint of your fist there, and they have to remold themselves. <laughs> Things like that. So you get your, your, your gritty aliens and wild west settlers <coughs> in plasticine. Again. I'm just checking on the biscuit. Yeah, these are astonishingly fast. Mm. <coughs> well, no, I'm not eating those. I I was actually starting to cough earlier. I was in the plague ward on the train going into work yesterday. That's probably what's done. Do we still it. have those? Well, I got onto the train after waiting 40 minutes for the bugger because we got there too late. Um, well, that was your fault, by any chance? I have no idea why you think that. Actually, it was the traffic more than anything else. We didn't leave enough time to get there. But the traffic isn't here, so you can't point at it. No. Um, <clears throat> but I got on the train eventually, and then about four people got on and sat near me. One was snuffling, one was sneezing, one was coughing, one and was one was kind of doing all three. You should have recorded it and fed it through GarageBand. We could have perhaps got some intro music okay. for this series. <laughs> Another pitch? Yep, go on. Bear in mind, it is not on fire. a well-known role-play game. Not thinking of that at all. Okay. Because I'm thinking of something different, but and it is similar but not the same, yeah? I'll give you the title, The Secret Life of Cats. So you're playing okay. a cat, yeah. you're going out doing catty things, there's an element of the supernatural, but it's not like you're saving humans, it's more like cats are the ones who can kind of walk on the dark side. Mm -hmm. You always have to be on the bloody dark side. Well, the cats would be good. Twisted. The cats would be good. I thought your, and the cats your idea is full of darkness. Mm. You could be an assassin, I think was your second <laughs> character idea. The idea of the cats. Yes, I like the dark side. He likes corruption. things to do on the other side and come over here. The idea of the cats is <coughs> that you're contrasting the things they do and see at night, which I say would be slightly supernatural, with the things that they're having to do every day about, you know, how's your lot? Oh, I got, didn't get fed today. I got that stupid whiskers stuff again. All that sort of stuff combined with, you know, mm. out tonight, go and see... Uh, See if the, the old one's still there in the moon. Yep. Let's see if we can uh, track him down this time. That kind of thing. Or it's a, it's an alien world, and the only transmissions they've ever picked up from Earth have all, coincidentally, been BBC costume dramas. <laughs> and they've become wildly popular, and so they've all taken on the sort of the fashions and manners of Jane Austen novels. So, Alien Austen. Or you are maintenance people before it blows up on the Death Star, and your aim—that's bloody grim, isn't it? <laughs> but yeah, because the right the end might be blown up, but the aim, your aim, <laughs> is to quietly. How long kind is of this series? Get, I'm, I'm planning to leave by episode four. Get, get get on with your life in a sort of quietish way, and not get the attention of Darth Vader or anything, but perhaps occasionally put a spanner in the work. So you're actually a rebel sympathiser. There is a thing on uh, YouTube now. This is not a bad idea. Have you seen the thing that's the spoof where it's um, they do like one of those cop shows where they follow them around with a camera, but it's the stormtroopers on, an island, on, a, on a planet like Tatooine, so they're stopping drunk drivers in 
yeah, the speeders and things like that. Now that, that <laughs> that's not one of the robot chicken ones, is it? I don't know. That'd be excellent. You could have like one of them afterwards being done for letting that guy through. He said, but he said I didn't need to bother. Yeah. <laughs> you got your own camera. He said you can move along now. Why did you say that? I don't yeah. know. Stormtroop cops on Tatooine. <coughs> right. Does anybody feel we've got anything to work with? No, no. I do have the feeling we can go until midnight. We've got loads of pitches, but what I would like to see before I choose a pitch is someone come up with story ideas that goes along with all these pitches. How about this then? It's no, it's a sporting one, right? Something different. No aliens. No sci-fi. It's actually it's about a sports team. And um, let, I mean, let's make it like a, a college level sort of. Uh, We're talking America then, if you're talking. I'm, well, I'm college uni or university, you know, you know, go on to that. Um, I mean, yeah, all right, you've got an international audience. Let's make it like a basketball team, or something. And you've got the, um, the the sort of pressures outside. You've got the uh, the pressures actually on the court. You've perhaps got you know the heroin addict, drunk, child abusing coach, and all of the players are blue whales. Okay, just to give it a twist. Just okay. all building up. Really Have you taken no, not, acid actually, recently? No, it just sort of struck me that basketball playing whales might be. I'm just kind, kind of thinking of that most of your ideas, if you're not careful, or lots of the ideas. Not most, because and I do like the ninja thing, but some of your ideas kind of need a vision. Yeah, but <laughs> you see, I'm, I'm in, because it's you know it's very easy basketball it's very easy to, well, to sit perhaps here perhaps would be better on telly than radio but this, it's prime time it's got a picture for telly on the book it's got to be on telly so um, all you have to do every now and again is <coughs> just make some remark about fins and flukes and blowholes people know you're a blue whale or just in the background mm. Mm. I think the same people are going to understand is when we're all speaking like whales right I figure if they can play basketball, they can probably speak English. <coughs> and how does a whale play basketball? I, I bloody badly, I'd imagine. But it's very I'm easy not to entirely sit here. convinced that that would televise well. Okay, I'm not sure blue whales can jump. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's it's got a serious title. It's very easy to sit here and come up with, with you know, you sort of run-of-the-mill stuff that's obviously going to work. And I think somebody has to come up with those ideas that are not just pushing the envelope but trying to escape and get it well i actually like what martin was saying because it uses my world but um i do like the one that he mentioned about um the the cops in the world that i've described what if you're world... kind of coming across these strange things happening and trying to work because it's a bit department 25 so, 27 so. what in... if your will wasn't your world uh-huh but was one of ours instead Oh, no. uh -huh. Where's what? The future. What if the rift has blown in the gap between now and the future? Far, far, far future. So it looks like an alien world, but actually, you know, the old Charlton Heston thing, you can turn a corner and find it isn't. So you've, you've given away the you ending like now. It. You don't like that. I prefer it if it's the just a freaky world full of monsters, magic. You're thinking of something slightly alien, aren't you? Rather than being just sort of, you know, sort of yes. humans from another time, it's effectively it would be I'm, another, would be another culture you'd be dealing with. Exactly. You're thinking about something far more mysterious. So you could have kind of I people like, like Elric on the other side. Have a police chase for a dragon down the end of Dean's Gate. Um, the dragon sort of smashed through buildings and stuff, and they're all chasing after it. Or like Godzilla remake. I don't know. 
Yeah. Where's the well, telephone? brother, because of John Reno. Well, maybe at that if point, you, if if the, the maid that's been keeping herself <laughs> hidden has to reveal herself to save the world against the dragon. You should watch yeah, it. But well, it's absolutely crap, crap, but you will sit there for an hour and a half going, Because the cops are then going, who are you, what are you? And they're trying to then find out from her about... What would make it... Well, that's that could be the kicker. I must admit, of all the ideas, I kind of like that idea. But where would the conflict come in? With the cops thing. Yeah, where where would the inter-cop issues be? Um, well, straight away you you've have, got you've got the oh, fact that you're set you up as a, a special, probably slightly secretive task force. So no, I, somebody... I, I kind of like the, the the idea. You're not. You start off on the force, and then you end up just knowing more than everybody else about this thing because you just keep running into it. Because you're you have to be, well, you have to be detectives the, or something, wouldn't you? Because you've got to be at a level where you're brought in to investigate also, some weird murder. Oh, you? You've got you've got like. to well, work no, you've got to I'm work together, haven't you? What I'm saying is just what if your beat is, is Weirdsville and yeah, but everybody, you're getting things nobody else is dealing with. Then you're not you're not going to have all the players together. You know, all the characters aren't going to be... Because they won't... Unless they're all just sitting in a tactical van, in which case they'll be parked up all night. Right. So I think well, you, you need could, a reason for them to be put have, together. And that's my question. What, 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 PCSOs what patrol in pairs. Level and two they have is kind of what, what other characters officers would you have that they go with yeah, and why would they be in there in But that's what I'm saying. Marcus suggested we have some sort of... It's either the early stages where they're just kind of setting up an investigation effectively and you've been brought in because you've either had a direct experience or you've got skills that will be relevant or you're of a particular rank or whatever. And there's going to be conflict because some people who've been excluded or some people who hear right. about it or whatever, they're, you know, you've got your tactical weapons unit who think that um, it's all a load of nonsense. Yeah, or they all got, think you're bonkers. Because okay, so you've got the slight X-Files where second, some second, believe, some so, don't. New piece of paper. Okay. Second thing to do is a brainstorm on what sort of characters you'd have in the situation. Yeah. See, I like the idea of there being one of the You've team the is from the other it. side. Don't, yeah. don't say who you'd want to play, but what, no, no, who I'm could just saying, be in So it. you could have like one of the team is someone from the other side who's kind of the liaison officer yeah. who tries to tell you so, about... So they know that he's... Yeah, right. you know, the department do, but nobody else does kind of thing. So or it'd be interesting if oh, so nobody like, knows, but he's kind of wormed well, so his way in better. to maybe give him a direction. I think because the department knows, but he's been given to them by MI5 or something. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, they're not saying why he's a good contact. Yeah. They're just yeah. saying this person's your contact. Yeah. I'm not saying why, but... Maybe he's, he's giving a bit of misdirection because he doesn't actually want us to have free access so to someone else, side. Somebody else would be your so standard he's protecting cop. It. But he's it. giving enough information so you don't realise that. He's found something out mm. and is trying to find out more, or the, the reporter yeah. who's trying to get yeah. in on the. A, reporter, oh, a journalist yeah. sniffing out the truth behind strange rumours, whispered oh. in dingy parts. Or perhaps some sort of assassin. Yeah. With wire food capabilities. Yes. Okay. You see, we're all, I like the idea that we're playing it down a bit, actually. Mm-hmm. That the characters aren't the ones with all the weird abilities, the characters mm-hmm. are kind of normal. Human types. Well, except, so it's, it's, except for the alien one, obviously. Yeah, but he doesn't necessarily have loads of amazing abilities. He has knowledge. Well, he might have loads of abilities, but can't use them. Over on this side of the fence. In that case, you, you run into a thing of, well, can anybody use their abilities on this side of the fence? And if he can't, why why can't he? Mm. There'd have to be some reason. Perhaps he's given them up to be... If, perhaps if not the fairy queen has enchanted him it's like the, the ah so you're mermaid. making it more classical type of thing well yeah. the, or whatever but I'm just saying it's like the mermaid isn't it she, she had to be bewitched and lose her voice so she could have legs to walk around sort of thing it's, he has to give up his powers well perhaps he has those powers and he can use them but they're just not those sort of powers they're not wire foo type powers they're different they're like um, forensic type powers you could pick somebody up and go I know 
it's somebody. So else it's a like supernatural this. type power, yeah. but one that he wouldn't really. But he doesn't fly, and he doesn't have flaunt it. Or yeah. Um, or perhaps he's like an escape slave on the other side, and he's actually. But perhaps he does have some sort of powerful. need. So it's a bit, it's a bit vampire detective in that he, he, there's something he can't do or something he needs to do to be human to stay who, here. He who else will be a character in it? Sort something out. Because um, what you need is like a really good cast list, and then you pick. Yeah. Well, your you, lot, you're going to have the. Um, the relatively well, very experienced, but not necessarily hugely senior policeman who doesn't want to be involved, but is being sort of forced into it, and he'll be your maverick type. Who and you'd have the like reason he isn't so um, uh, so advanced is because you know he's been kicked down. He says it how it is. And, and you could have the partner you know, who's the, the beginner, the rookie yeah. who's been brought in. But you've also got back to the guy who <laughs> you've also got the guy in the department who's of a similar level. Who wasn't picked to run the for to run this special force? Who's antagonistic who's, who's really against it? Really had his it. nose put out of joint, and he's trying to do everything he can to discredit them from within the force. Um, you've got special well, investigations you, who want to know where the money's going on this force. That they but who'd be a protagonist around. in your TV show? That's the question. You've got your investigator as well. So you've got your detective, and you've got your like your forensics person who goes out there and does all the readings and goes, uh, "It's big." Yeah. Yeah. Um, who else would you have there? What do you have in cop shoes? Well, I can think of... You do have a report. As, as well as just the We'd have to have a tame mortician, wouldn't we? As well as... Yeah. Yeah, yeah they, I mean, they're potentially just very minor NPCs. Oh, I'm just thinking the characters, though. No, I'm, I'm, think I'm kind of thinking it would be... You need enough protagonists, you see. I don't just mean three. I mean, you should have lots. Lot, if, 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 it's a cop, if it's a story in which lots of protagonists could come to mind, then you could pick ones you like best. But at the moment, if we're struggling to find three, then... You could be a coroner, because... One episode where you had most screen presence would where you were actually doing the actual autopsy and finding out a lot of things. It suddenly turns but into then, Quincy for one episode where for yeah. no apparent reason the coroner is also the person who investigates the entire movie. Because and he's seen something and he's following a lead that he's... Um, but then in other episodes he'd have a lesser role. That's how it works. So you all have into his his way exactly. of being. Exactly. So you could, have you could have a kind of a fascinating world of forensics. <laughs> you it is. It is. You could have Batman, not as Batman, but in the sense of a vigilante, slightly tolerated, not quite stopped by the police, who's helping shut down these sort of things, who their paths keep crossing. Or how about the reverse? One of them from the other side has come over and has decided that he likes the look of the world, but um, quite clearly. There are some very bad people, and uh, he could use his abilities to put it right. So you've, you've got a supernatural so vigilante. Yeah, that'd be like your nemesis. Well, not necessarily because he's on your be side, except you've got to stop him, and he won't understand why. Well, you're you're nemesis, both trying to do you've the got same to go thing. The An ethical, ethical hitman. The big bad guy from the other side wants this world and all that kind of thing, and he's sending his men through. Well, how about you've got something like a local, um, you sort of local drug baron type who can, for example, who can <laughs> see the opportunities for either finding new stuff that people like. Materials from over there that he can use, or taking his stuff mm. over into the mm. other world. And you could also have the uh, uh, Huggy Bear style informer character. Perhaps we'll take down What I meant is, is that role though, where there's the guy who's on the wrong side of the law, but he, he informs to the police. So a pimp. So he knows what's going on, sort of thing. So you mean, well, so, you, mean like. you mean like somebody who's kind of know who knows about the mythos of whatever. Maybe he runs an actual for the mythos on this side. Cool. 
That would be a good set, wouldn't it? <clears throat> he, he, runs the where the people he runs the bar for the Mythos together. people on this set. Well, that, that starts to where move into the question together. of how so established So then the police can this. go in and start asking questions of the, no, the <laughs> well-behaved Mythos people and sort of saying, well, have you seen such and such? Well, then you, you've got that thing of how established is how long is it going on for? In, in that case, if it's been around for quite a while, why has this investigative unit just been set up? Because it would have been underground. It's, every, it's underground at first. But it's only when it starts to break slightly through the mainstream that people in authority start to take notice of it. Yeah, but if and at that if, point, they if come it's in. discovered you've got a nightclub full, the army would come in. Yeah, but they don't that's, really that's the know that they are mythos. It's only kind of rumoured that they I'm just, are. I'm just wondering if having it with an established presence threatens to mm. turn this into something shy like vampire. Right, okay. Not that I'm particularly antagonistic to that game. I thought rape was rather good, but I don't want a vampire. But that kind of thing where... I was going to wear like, lots of black and long... And you always wear um, lots of black. White face paint yeah. and black and kind of fingernails. Bit of red velvet. Let's not stereotype these people. A lot of people very much enjoy those games and I think they're entitled to hold a wrong-headed opinion if they wish. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I rather like the well, idea instead of it being a nightclub, what just about just a little dingy bar? Kill, just before we kill the goose. Um, okay. I like the idea, though. If we don't do that, <laughs> that we... I like the police kind of breaking into the scene, if you see what I mean, um, becoming trusted by some of the people from the other side, they, because they don't know anybody yet or anything, and they're kind of having to, they can actually solve problems, not just here, like, but uh, perhaps yeah. over there too. Like, how yeah. about in the terms of Angel, a character like Gunn, who's like one mm -hmm. of the gangs of used to run in the streets of Manchester, who's frightened by all this and is fighting back. And he's kind of slightly helping the police slightly so not. Guys from Hume. Oh. Mm. Um, or the um, massive. Gooch mm. crew or whatever it was. Mm. Or the uh, thing. Gooch you could gang. have you could even have a resistance. You could have people from the other side who've come over to start sending arms and money and weapons or whatever, tech, across Back. to their own side to fight their own government. Mm. Like illegal immigrants. Well, there is that as well. Perhaps yeah, there is refugee traffic. I don't know if it's not... From a war taking place in the fantasy world, mm. we're now getting refugees coming over. But, it, I mean, at this sort of or level, isn't it going to just turn yeah. into alien nation? Where well, it's well, gone... such a bad thing? Well, it's just, I mean, it is a totally different idea than, than started out, the notion of things bleeding into one another and so on. This is just a, a full scale on the verge of integrating two societies, which is a... An utterly different premise than the original, I think. Well, I think we can it's still we can tone it down. The, the, the only thing I'm thinking is that to have a healthy protagonist list and antagonist list, you need more than two cops investigating. You actually need a squad. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what you. Yeah, you're a you you unit. It's like Department Twenty Seven, but for the CID, is what you're saying. Well, yeah, but it's not. It's not going yeah, to be. You, that. you don't mean just, just mean a couple of policemen coming. No, no, a special unit set up to find out what's going on you know mm -hmm. that was kind of the I mean I would personally <laughs> prefer something to be earlier on in the whole process rather than mm -hmm. later when you've got your informers from the other side who are in a nightclub and all the okay. rest of it where well, maybe that all finding comes, well, yeah where you you know you find somebody who's from the other side and is prepared to, to tell you what's some of what's going on and that's a big deal because this is a breakthrough not so let's go down and talk to huggy fairy if yeah. How would we start it then? Because if we're starting at the beginning, why would the police have been set up to look at it? What have been the triggers that have led to the police being set up as this department to look at it? 
Because it's not obviously you at the very beginning. probably start with people interpreting some crimes, uh, there'd be some sort of occult connection with some crimes, and people think it's, you know, it's looming mm. doing a particular thing. So you come up with some, some crime has happened, and it starts off either beginning in the show or just prior to the show. It's begun by being found in the day. I like well, the idea. They've captured someone. They've got a prisoner, and that prisoner learns English pretty quick. And that prisoner comes from the other side. And that prisoner can help them deal with things, except for the fact that, imagine that the link goes through to England. Mm -hmm. Just say. Just pretend that we're in another universe, and the link actually goes through to England, our England, during the Second World War. And we've captured a German. He's done more use in England, apart from knowing what sort of the period's like. Mm. So we've, our, our police have captured someone who's actually like an enemy from the other side. And he's... He's not much use, but he's the only thing we've got. But he also he wouldn't he wouldn't stay with the police though. He would because why the government take him? No, because uh, this is this this is on the on the spot investigation backed by the government to do it. You've got what you go back at base and the the FBI or whatever. He's saying they've already he's already been interrogated by the government and now he's been handed back to the unit to <coughs> sort the problem out. Or MI six liaise with you lot, but the fact is you're on the streets. You don't think the police would be given that authority? You think they'd just I don't, think it, I don't think it would go back to them, no. No, if, if something came no. up and it was, <laughs> let's face it, a, a potentially cataclysmic world changing No, I'm imagining like episode one, <coughs> they go, well, there's that guy in the sense. How about something a bit him. more x file in that the government do know that this is going on? So there's an unfolding conspiracy. But they yeah. haven't necessarily told the police unit that they've set up everything. The government's actually know a lot more than they're letting the police on the ground know. And the government are wanting to maybe away. control have it. The, have the government actually um, intervened to set up What's the police about a Delta unit? Green so how about idea? somebody from the other side who has infiltrated and got some influence in government has set up the police unit to not discover what's actually going on, but to stop everybody from setting up an effective unit to discover what what's about going the on? Yeah. What about Delta Green? Well, yeah. The government's cells, in. Cells the, government the, is government. In, the government is infiltrated. And the police are investigating slightly on a limb because they've got no real support out there. Mm. But you only find that out gradually. Yeah. Go but they're, they're constantly being blocked and things that they're finding are taken off them and they never see it again. But but they're struggling, keeping them to do things. Eventually they realise they've got to keep the paperwork secret. Yeah, I like that actually. How do you lot feel? Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. So somebody from but the other side has infiltrated back to that the earlier element where you've, you've got. Yes, there's been some crossover and infiltration. You don't meet the very first person to come over. Things have been going on, but yeah. it's not big and organised. It's not easy to make this transfer. In fact, that's another thing, is how people actually cross over, whether you can do it consciously or whether it, it happens in certain areas, but not necessarily reliably. That and you just find the, yourself... That yeah. could be the drug. Or if it's not a drug, they're like the, the crystals or the tabs or the something. You've got to have one of these. This is the thing that gets you over there. And these are what are getting dealt around and smuggled and things. That's the, that's could, the crack cocaine. I could see that actually more as a particular plot for an episode that came up that somebody has discovered a drug that lets you actually make this... Um, Easy. I'm just saying drug, it could be anything. It could yeah, be but I think what if originally nobody actually knows how it happens? It's just you've, you know, you, this, you, this keeps you're galloping along... Chasing down whatever on horseback, and the next thing you know, you're on uh, Dean's Gate. Mm. Yeah, um, Rosalind wasn't quite sure where it had started, but it had involved a piebald pony called Delilah and trees whipping past her face. It had ended. Stop there because. I'm <laughs> 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 
that's just hilarious. <laughs> when does he rip a bodice it, off? It, it had ended with her lying in rubble with smoke and noise and babbling voices screaming at her in mostly familiar words but definitely unfamiliar accents. That's exactly how I see it happening for the first people. Whereas the, the way you described it, it sounded more like a sort of bestiality porn film in the first <laughs> paragraph. <laughs> okay. I was waiting for the Mills and Boone thing. Right. What was that what first bit again? What about um, piebald pony? I think gritty bits of Manchester. Gritty bits of Manchester. Yeah. Um, juxtaposed with amazing the, palaces in fantasy lands. The cells. <laughs> I'm sorry, Rosalind wasn't quite sure where it had started, but it had involved a piebald pony called Delilah and trees whipping past the face. <laughs> yes. I think it if, was late at night. If we could just get someone there like, as well. <laughs> if we get someone like John Woodvine to read that over the opening credits. <laughs> <laughs> if he's still alive. A uh, hey, um. Okay, so Gritty Manchester. Uh, the cells in your police station. Uh, yeah, you've got cells. all the police station, haven't you? Yep. Uh, but of course, it's not just an, any police station. It's a police station with lots of computers. And the cells are cells, but they've got chromed bars for no apparent reason. Because silver keeps the fairy folk in. So they have to be silver-coated. So we're beginning to actually do our own thing. Oh, I don't know, but I'm just saying. So we're beginning to, to freelance, basically. Mm. Nobody else is controlling it, so we're doing our best. Okay. But it's a shoddy job because we've only just worked out that it helps against the powers that these people okay. on the other side so, have. So your first so episode, your trailer has to be... Bits of silver everywhere. Your trailer has to be kind of... The police know a bit, but they're not super geared up for it. And they're shocked by what they're finding. Yeah? So you kind of like your trailer... I, I would imagine, you say, like I was saying, the guy who's come over from the other side or whatever, and the police have this weird occult thing, and somewhere in the start of the episode, they go, well... Let's go and ask that guy in the cells then. Maybe he knows something because he's raving the same language this guy is. And they begin to find out and begin to get involved and begin to realise it's more well, than a character for it. The, the local <coughs> uh, eccentric occult expert. Um, who's got, he's been telling you for years that this has been going He'd be on. a bit like um, Freddie Jones type. You know, just sort of he's got the aluminium face. He's got the foil no, cap no, under his hat. No, because no, he doesn't just believe this. He believes all sorts of stuff. He believes everything. But he just so happens that he's right on this. You see, I was thinking more somebody who is... You're you thinking Giles? Sort of, uh, well, kind of, but in a, in a completely sort of drunken, would have been a university don if they'd taken him seriously and not kicked him out and all the rest of it. And he just writes loads and loads of, um, of books on the occult and is very much a kind of he crops up on Richard and Judy when they can be sure he's not going to be pissed. And uh, and he actually gets taken seriously for once because they haven't got anyone else to turn so to. So Oliver Reed playing... Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Oliver Reed and Freddie Jones, that kind of... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Some, Oliver Reed playing Giles. A lot, of, a lot of tweed, big rosy cheeks, constantly... Big bushy beard. Yeah. Huge! What about if... To begin with, they only know that there's something going on where you're actually getting that crossover as things sort of start to come into phase because the the landscape starts to change over to a, a sort of Hollywood depiction of um, like Victorian London all the time. You get a bit more fog. The, the things start to look a bit through. more old-fashioned because you can have a... Um, technology could be something which wasn't over there. Yeah, that's what so, we, that's what so we so have as our you, advantage. Yeah, an advantage or possibly a disadvantage because we're relying on it and we don't know what it'll do. Whereas the people on the other side have it as part like, of who so, they so are. So things shift I like the slightly. idea that it's like the, the guys are standing there, the crew are standing there going, shit, the fog's in tonight. And they know that when the fog's in, that's when people start crossing over and weird shit happens. Yeah, you'll find yourself because there's loads of parts of Manchester where you've actually got you've still I'm got, got streets episodes. and viaducts yeah, also you've got like a set of students yeah. 
who have just been to find out and they want to do kind of their PhDs to do research into this sort of stuff. Or they're blogging the about it. There are websites. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. And, and you're desperately trying to show Yeah, could you just you imagine episode one, the policeman turning to you, have you seen that? What? You've got oh the, my God! You've got the nerdy guy in the office Scramble. whose job is yeah. trying to find things out and trying to shut down all these. But also, in true student fashion, you've got the vampire wannabes and the goths and what have you. Oh, you've got who your hacker. Doing secret That's rights. it. You've got your hacker who turns out to be quite good at the magic side, who's just kind of working it out as he goes along. With the exactly like Charles Stross, exactly like what I thought of. Yeah. Um, I was just saying you could have like the the, the, the students doing. Um, rituals and things and the cellars and stuff because they think this which is of course way. can go horribly wrong yeah, yeah. they do start selling or, stuff because it really works or totally or it doesn't actually work but somebody can use them mm. in some particular way so they think through. it works so the police won't know if it works or not because all they've seen is oh yes these students dressed up in cloaks and picking vampires mm. <laughs> Can we have an episode where, where a whole load of LARPers get brutally murdered? <laughs> <laughs> oh, they could be they could be playing uh, Vampire the LARP. <laughs> then and yes. Then then yes. And a real vampire. Well, the yes, fantastic. Office. A real vampire turns up and they try to do rock, paper, scissors with him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've got a scene. <laughs> right. But you see, this is all assuming that we go for this. Well, obviously, we haven't decided. That's the, that's the incident <laughs> that the units start with. There's a murder. The, de- the private eye character... He's investigating the murder at a vampire yes. LARP, whereas in the middle of the vampire LARP, one of them's been, is dead by having his throat ripped out. So somebody, quite clearly, has decided to take the whole thing too far. He's obsessed with the whole idea of being a vampire. Yeah, he's of course to, there's no vampires. There's no such thing as vampires. The, so it's obviously we'll one of these kids it. is psychotic. We're not doing the Philip Lannister thing with a crappy American accent. Like in that... You know, his, um, his current series, Demons, where... He, uh, have you not? Oh God, no! Don't. Oh, this don't is Gene even... Hunt does Supernatural. Yeah. Oh yeah, sorry, I'm with you. I, I, what is he doing in that? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, they wanted him. I think they wanted him to be. A, um, What's his name? DCI, yeah, they, want, they, want, they wanted him Mars. to be uh, Gene, Gene Hunt. Hunt, I think, and he said, "No, I'm not doing that." So he did an American accent because he's discovered that while he can do a Mancunian accent, he can't do an American. Accent. <laughs> Much I can't do. I mean, so what do we reckon then? Do you want to go through some of the other ideas and plot those as well and see what comes shapes loose? The other right. ideas being well, not the other. Well, let's just read out the other ideas again and say, do, do we feel any of those are better than that one we just got quite as enthusiastic about? I mean, what yeah. do you think? I think that's a winner. Well, yeah, I don't know if it's it. I don't know if it's quite got the legs that the basketball one's got, but um, you know, we'd have to see. That's either there. I believe sorry. the basketball one has no legs at all. <laughs> <laughs> <Indeed>. <laughs> I'm afraid your secret lies of cats also died a death, didn't it? Yeah. Sorry. But it's got nine lives. Yeah. <laughs> It'll show up on satellites. Okay, what I've got written down so far. Scruffy the vampire play. We'll cross that one out straight away, I think. Well, she gets murdered in the first episode. was actually a suggestion. Oh. Yes, but I was writing it down. Now, wouldn't anyway. that be a great first episode for our department? 27 idea. Yeah. What? That Buffy gets m- is the murdered victim in the first <laughs> episode. Yeah, we wouldn't know who it was. Yeah, I know. It would only work I'm if we were making have... if we were actually making this as a series and got her to appear as a guest star, <laughs> you know. Back to the visual thing. Again. Yeah, yeah. So right. if you just sit there visualising her. <laughs> Department twenty seven. I'll, I'll, I'll think about Willa. Twenties X Army X Files. Uh, well, we can, it's I, sort I, I of been... kind of bleeds into this really. Yeah. So I think we're already ticking. Right, that's the final question. Do we want this to be current day? Well, that's the thing. I, that, I that's what differentiates these two. Because I quite like current day things. I, mm-hmm. I'd actually like to play something that's current and modern and we have mobile phones and cars and 
things. I think it puts it on a, it just <coughs> I, just does different things. So you're you're wanting it to set this about second. fifteen yeah. years after the bomb then, because the bomb was what ninety six, ninety seven. Well, I think maybe the bomb isn't. <laughs> That bit we don't use from your story, kind of thing, that it wasn't the bomb. This right. is just oh, yeah, or, it, or it was it the bomb. It's taken be, this but long. We don't, you know, yeah. we don't know. They yeah. are. That's another bit of We potentially have the idea that somebody's come across and taken over the police, so it could be. So it has just taken, taken that long. And it's, to yeah, it's, get created, it's created this thing where something is, is so become day. unstable. Yes. So it's not as if it's opened the doors. It's just things have filtered through randomly. So it's not like an would also say, besides the fact of the technology and things like that, which is one of the things we want to see is technology against fantasy. So this kind of does that. But it's also the fact that we all live in Manchester. So we it does get it. round. One of the reasons I do this, and I do it in the Supers games, is, is when I tell you you're in on the ground floor of Waterstones by the checkout, you know exactly where I am and where I've put you and what's yeah. around The one thing I would so say is, over that hurdle. Yeah. if you were setting it in the 20s or 30s, which I would prefer in many ways, but you can't set it in Manchester because it's it's the wrong sort of town for it. You've mm. got, um, what is it, essentially... Um, you've got to go for London. It's in, yeah, you, you've almost yeah. certainly got to do London because Manchester, although it is a fairly prosperous, it's an industrial mill town, it's not really where things are happening. Mm. And... Anything like this happening on on any sort of scale would just be really, it would be peculiar because the sort of people who are in power and, and influential in Manchester are going to be a totally different, not very cosmopolitan. Very strong feelings on it. I'm happy to do either. I'm only stating my case for the modern thing. But if you really want to do your 1920s one, that's cool as well because it'll all be fun. So. I, I must admit, I'm kind of thinking the modern one is actually better for this. That's just because the idea of. The Sweeney, basically, I suppose. It's just squ squ squealing around like being policemen in a car chase. Mm. It's kind of... Just I've been able to say... You can do that in 19... Put some strides Don't forget they did have cars in 1920. Yeah, but it's a different well, feel of the way they used them and everything. It's oh, the, well, the will, way the police worked. I will say one thing I'd, I'd be interested in, then, is if we take that idea of when the bleed, or whatever we call it, mm -hmm. because the bleed sounds quite unpleasant, let's not call it that. Does it only happen once a month? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what are you going to call it? The shat. I've no idea. <laughs> anyway, when this, this bleeding over occurs, um, if it's going to, to create... How did you get from one to the other? Why would I call it the shat? <laughs> why would I call it the dull fart? You know, I mean, well, you could, but that would, that would suggest an audible element to it. The rift is a good one to rip from... You can just imagine uh, the police giving it, we believe, the dump happened in 1984. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I just wondered where the shots came from. Well, I, was, I was trying to move over to something else, the idea of something sort of runny and... No, 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 no. <laughs> Sorry, mate. See a doctor, mate. <laughs> So the idea, the idea of somebody sort of, you know, a, a sort of diarrheal. <laughs> anyway, so we've got the, along. to get back. You know, we've got this idea of, uh, let's say, you know, some foggy elements come up, the lights when you turn around into gaslight. Things have changed, taken a, a step back a hundred years or so. Um, if that would then have an effect on something like mobile phones, that you're not in a position to just immediately call Hello? in. <laughs> <laughs> ahoy, ahoy. Uh, you're not immediately in a position to call in reinforcements because all you're getting is static. The tech begins to at die all. at that point. Yeah. yeah. I, I think rather than it, it has again, I like, I like it the idea it that the tech the begins to die rather than it's suddenly 100 years previously, if you see what I mean. I like the idea that it does affect the tech 
Yeah, and but what happens if you start walking through the fog? Do you start to see things that you shouldn't well, see? Well, if it was going to change the surroundings, it would make more sense to me that it starts to become fairy rather than a hundred years ago. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm thinking. Well, I'm just just thinking the visuals well, of it as being a sort of a crossover point well, I between. Know, I don't know what the land of fairy looks like yet because you haven't yeah. told me. So, yeah. I was thinking of it as being a sort of a visual crossover between whatever's going on over there and our sort of technological side over here. So you've got. The elements that come to the fore are things like you've got that section of cobbled street, you've got that Victorian viaduct, whatever. You, but you I'm not understanding why. Because one is it because you're wanting a steampunk feel to it, John? In, in Victorian it's England. it's you're getting that you you you've got the idea of some sort of rift or veil or something is unstable, and periodically there's a crossover. But could so it just co- be anything then, rather than just Victorian England? If it's unstable, couldn't it? send you anywhere yeah what i'm talking about is a is a clue it's not sending you anywhere it's 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 like just a it's like having a particular piece of music when the shark comes into view you know or you know is in the set you get that sense that suddenly it looks like the old hollywood depictions of london it's foggier than it should be or it's quieter and you can hear footsteps in the distance when really you ought to be able to hear (coughs) to me though it's far more menacing that you're tracking this thing and you know it's in here somewhere and you flick on your um your camera on your gun or whatever it's going to be kind of thing because we can detect them with these good cameras or I'm something. I'm now thinking Ultra uh, Ultra. Yeah, or something like that. And as you go around <laughs> the corner, all of a sudden, it just goes... And, it, and you think, oh, shit, he's in here because it's just gone. me now. Oh, right. And I, I think that's far more menacing no, that's, to me. This, than, is, this is two different things then because I'm talking about the the actual crossover between worlds, not the effect that something from the other world would affect the technology. Otherwise, you've got to wipe out any notions about having somebody infiltrating the team or something like that, because they will just wipe out any... You know, if you, True. Every no, time they walk past a computer... The no, 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 no. I'm, not, I'm not saying that it, it might not be the people from Fairy that do it. It's when so like the you fog. are They use the power. It, I think if the, they've the, just crossed the, over... To use an analogy, the fog is deep at that point. I yeah. Think it, it's work. the fog that does that, not necessarily the people from fairy that do No, that's what that's what I was saying. Mm. But you see, that's only a periodical thing. So yes, you can still have that where you, you go and you, you're tracking an individual thing and it's not sort of, oh, suddenly it's Victorian London all the time. I'm just talking about a visual clue, effectively, to... Well, I think there's, there's that there's crossover three things and things you could come do. through. You find yourself on the other side without realising it because you've gone through that I, I think there's three things you can do, and it's or, or all of them. You can go, it's um, kind of like a Victorian type and... Then you can start interacting with some of the residents. That's why I think that's quite strong. Another option is it's, it just becomes natural. Mm. Kind of using your own woodland. See, I think there's a tree what, there. Why do I want to go to trees in the middle of Manchester? I think you, I'm seeing it as a fantasy world <laughs> yeah. with yes, castles exactly. and, and rivers, and yes. you're seeing it as Victorian England. No, I'm seeing it as a fantasy world with the rest of it. What I'm talking about is you. we've got at some point. It Are you thinking of it rolling back time? I think the no, example, there is, all right, the example there is, I'm coding in my just, head when John says this is never worth. There isn't. Well, no, actually, not, not at all. It's the difference between having a door and having a sort of... You, you go through a fog bank where you go through a point where things are slightly obscured and then perhaps you can't see and then you come out the other side. Whereas if you go through a door, you go from here to there and there's an yeah. obvious transition. I'm talking about having the idea of the... Whatever the, let's say, the bomb has made this unstable rift mm. and periodically... And fairly randomly, it allows things through, and that's from both sides. Yeah. So you can't say, right, we're going to chase him into fairy. Yeah. You might just end up chasing this thing or this person, and that. you find yourself that you've crossed over. And it's not sort of you suddenly step and, oh, there's a castle in front of you. Where's that come from? There's that 
transition point. Yeah, I quite yes. I understand all that. What I can't understand is why they're trying to transition is Victorian England because now is that because the, Manchester if I was writing is Victorian England though. Not, but no, is it? But, it, is but it because you're using Manchester the visual of the visual clues because, as I say, it's the idea that you've got the technology on our side is one of the defining factors, and then you've got the sort of magical version of history, if you like, on the other side, yeah. and it's this little crossover point where you've got effectively a sort of well, there's one way of looking at it, stripping that, away the modern veneer from Manchester and what you're left with is the Victorian foundations of the city. Is that what you're looking at? Is it going back it's, to? It's just seeing those elements will come to the fore. You, you, know, you find yourself in a, in a section where you, you know, suddenly in front, you're not in front of a neon sign. It just seems a little bit quieter than See, it should To be. me, the visual I get is, I, I, I get exactly what you're talking about. What I'm having an issue with is I, don't, I wouldn't just pick Victorian England because it doesn't... If I was writing this as a story... It's an element that has no relevance to anything else. What I'd pick is something like, it's it's modern Manchester, but suddenly the, this neon sign is is stopped working. It's just blown out. The windows have all gone out of that building over there. It's kind of like a darker version. Oh, you're the same. That's interesting. The way I do it is, I like I say, you've got three options. You've got um, you you've a got whatever the look of fairy is, and look yeah. of fairy could be Victorian. Well, no. I'm, I know. Exactly could be. Look of fairy could be uh, twisted Manchester, or the look of fairy could be hang on, when trees. Yeah. yeah. Or you'd suddenly get. Or it a, could be like know. an enormous castle, and there's that weird. But I wouldn't go for the enormous castle in the middle of Manchester. I'd be going no. if that. If I was going to do that, I'd want to walk a few miles to get there. Mm. Yeah. So I'd want to. Yes, yeah, I'd want to be coming into a bit which isn't the middle of everything. But I was just wondering. But I'm just. But it could to be a town. Contiguous in, at in the, the bottom of the castle. It was just the fact that, for me in my head, it was kind of jarring that we Imagine were going to Victoria. To I, this Victoria I don't think we need no, to you're not going fix on this point. Well, no, it's not a Victorian reference at all. Let's for whatever reason, all right. I don't understand why all right. we've got one. It's stripping away the technology and sort of emerging into your kind Let's of medieval question, romantic section. Let's answer one question, just straight off, because this will solve everything. Hmm. If you could cross 100% through, what does Fairyland like? I'd be picturing it in a, in a kind of front cover of a bad medieval romance type thing with Rapunzel castles and so on. Yeah, or perhaps with the slightly yeah, darker yeah. elements. Right. Forgotten right. Realms for want of a, a, right. a bad D&D back. <laughs> <laughs> it's got its bits and pieces. Okay, so medieval. Ish. Ish. Okay. In a kind of in a dark kind of romantic yet yeah, dark at the edges, okay. you know. So more people managing ed- to have sex in full plate armor. <laughs> oh Excalibur. So, yeah. so so not just medieval but Which you know hands off to the guy. That's pretty impressive. That was a John Borman film, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. Not just medieval. In case you wanted to show us one, John Borman's son. I don't think he was, but anyway. Believe me. Although some of the things. So medieval fantasy with dark but twist. Me- medieval with um, pastoral setting. That's what I'm saying. Um, effectively, yeah. I mean, so it's not. Is it all urban, or is there trees and woods and forests? And I things? think there'd be sprawling towns still. That's right. Well, yeah, but I'm, I'm, would be, I'm, I'm would about be. if you could step through completely. Yeah. Is the middle of Manchester mapping to urban or na- nature? I don't think. I, I think it's kind of irrelevant. At all. Right. Yeah, I don't. I'd, I'd not which, been. I've not been case, thinking of fairy as being a fairy okay. version of Manchester. In which I've case, not been thinking of that kind of the, um, Hellboy sort of. It looks something like that kind of thing. Okay, in which case I would suggest that the um, crossover, the, the changes you go through it, I You've think not seen that yet. is that. That's what you see. But what happens is you're walking down the street and you think you're at Manchester, 
and the fog's very deep and occasionally a bit blows past and you're looking up and you're seeing something like a, a, a that would make more sense you've seen like a neon sign that's not working or something and then a little bit later the fog just clears and you're seeing like hang on that's, that's a medieval house and then like there's somebody wearing strange clothes some way off in the distance. And then, no, it's someone from Manchester again. And you're well, that could just back be Manchester, too. though, couldn't it? Yeah, and then finally <laughs> you're fully through, and it's like, I'm in a wood. That's fine. And, and what you're seeing is, little, as the fog sort of quite clears, you see a bit of one world, or then a bit of another, and then a bit of the other. And you can, get, and you can end up in there for a while. I mean, I think <clears> you, you, know, you could almost be chasing through bits of that. I like the audio idea that it starts off that you're listening to a jet plane, and then it ends up being a dragon or something, or something, you know, something cool like that. But... Um, it was. It was just the, the for me the Victorian thing just didn't kind of. I get no, the I, whole what you do. Are, are you okay with that? What, what, what I mean uh, is, yeah, is I, I don't think I can. Ex- I don't think I can actually explain what I'm talking about. So no, yeah, I, what, what, the way I see it, it's clearly not no, making the, sense. The, the in way which I case, see it, John, is no this: you, you've it. got, you've got like this, and you've got um, on one side us Manchester, on the other side the, the fairy world. Yeah. And what I'm saying is, as you transit between the two, I'd imagine you see flashes of the other. I don't think there'd be a middle point, which is what I think you were showing. Sort of, but anyway. Okay. Well, no, I mean, I think if we can try and work out what's going no, through your head, it's it would help, wouldn't it? It's going to be labouring a point. It, it's okay. not. You wanted well, to sit. It's, it's we, not stepping into. It, anyway? It's not stepping we in. Well, that's the point. It's not stepping into like Victorian England in any way. It's just that you're flickering it around. Was, you. It was the idea. You wanted that a symbol. The, the, the a symbol. things that will tend to to remain solid as you're making the transition are the older fabric. Are things that are sort of older and that. You would have this this feel. Oh, and, oh, suddenly your mobile phone isn't getting very good reception. It means it's not getting a signal at all, and you you can make out lights just so that it, it's more that visual thing about how an old Hollywood thing would look, where it's supposed to be a London street in the fog, but in fact there aren't any people at all. You know, mm. and it, it's that sort of side of it. Yeah, it's not no, actually stepping into Victoria. It was just the, it's the Victorian reference. I get all of that. Absolutely. The, 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 well, it's purely because the the kind of bits of Manchester that remain that would are Victorian. That would be all that are but I don't see Victorian how it could work that because the, the difficulty I've got, I always have it in any of these type of things where where you kind of walk in a transit and you come across something that isn't on one side and isn't on the other. This Victorian type of bit. What stops one of the characters walking up to the window and walking in? Where is he then? He's in a Victorian. He, no, world. he's in Manchester. He's not. Forget forget the word Victorian here. Because <laughs> right. I think this might, it may be. Is it, it going to be, be more helpful to just move on? Yeah, that's what I was saying. If you just picture that, mm-hmm. the things that you're tending to see of our world that are remaining in vision will tend to be less technological parts that you'll see perhaps part of an old viaduct. You won't necessarily see the, the, train, tra- the train wires above the top. You won't see those. <clears throat> it's as if the technology sort of been stripped back. You're left with the visual foundations that could exist in an earlier time and if you were to see a building and to step inside you'd still be in manchester and you could possibly walk back out and find yourself in modern manchester because you haven't really left it but you're on that realm where if you keep going if you lose track of where you are if you turn the wrong corner then you start to find i didn't realize there was a dirt track here and isn't this kind of so it's like an unconscious shadow walking it's it's the, the thing I, I shifting around I think I understand you. what you're saying. And you're though. caught in a crossover. But the difficulty, it's not that there is a dividing Metaphysically, line. if that was the case, I think what you're saying is this. Imagine you've got a building and someone's added an extension with using plastic. As you walk through, you'd lose the plastic because you'd, you, you, if you'd happen to catch sight of that building, it would be like the building without all the extra techie things that you've added. 
kind of, but then, but, then but what I'm saying is, is if, if you walked into towards that building, would you was, smack your face in? So if you were seeing a viaduct, if you'd see the viaduct, you wouldn't be seeing the new train lines and stuff. But that's what, what you would. T- that what would I'm saying is, if that was the case, if it was like that. You'd be losing your revolver, you'd be losing your phone, you'd be losing... Whereas no, I kind no, of think no, you could no, carry those no, through. That, okay, let's move on, because you're not getting this at all, so... Are you happy to move on? That. Yes, we'll come up with okay. some other transition. Let, you we'll... step through a wardrobe. <laughs> no, because now you just... No, because we're all agreeing with exactly what you're saying. The only reference I don't like is the, the, the visual trappings of... Victoria. The, the, the place we leave is ageing or going or going back. We're not we're not disagreeing with the idea of the transition. I absolutely agree with you, but I don't I don't like the idea of this okay. of the ageing process or whatever you want to call it. But no, I don't want it to be Narnia. I don't want you to step through a door and oh look, it's Mr. Ben. He suddenly appeared somewhere else. I absolutely agree with you. I didn't, you never see, know. I didn't see that version of Narnia, but it would have been. You never know <laughs> yeah. when or where it might happen or how it happens or or. or well, I'd, I'd like to have that thing where you can be chasing a suspect and then you find yourself somewhere yeah, where you can't just turn around and go, oh, bloody hell, I'll step back no, out No, absolutely, it. it doesn't work like that. Because I think, I think one thing with several of the ideas we've thrown in, if you stop and, and think for a second, you think, well, hang on, that wouldn't happen then, or it would happen once, because you would immediately go, right, we can close that down. And I think we need that conflict between when the ability to shut things down and to compartmentalise and to use science and reason against it against fairy. One of the things I was thinking of when I was thinking of it originally to make it a little bit harder to kind of play with was the fact that <laughs> add interest. Oh, I see. That, I prefer <laughs> add interest, yeah. Um, is, well, the, <laughs> is the idea that it's got a shifting locus, it's not fixed in one place and that it's more of an emotional feeling that you suddenly start feeling a bit dislocated from where you are and that's a sign partly potentially that you're in that field where if you've got the will to do it if you have a focus then you can kind of go through it so if you're chasing somebody you've got a will to go through because you're going for that person and once you've done that once or twice you kind of start to think oh hang on I, I ended up here, what was I doing at that point? Well, I was wanting to do this. Right, I'll try it the other way around. I really desperately need to get back to my office. And you start walking with this focus, this well, will. Like the the, style, yeah, it's it? kind of using that slide. So that's the only thing then. Do you, do you then see it... Without being amberite. Ah, but the, do you then see it as effectively after a time? That's exactly what it would be becoming. You are going to be having people who are developing the ability... To effectively walk a pattern, as it were, to, to at will or virtually at will travel between the worlds. Is no, that because where they'd have to, to be at the place where that works and that place changes. So they'd have to find the place. It's not as simple as being sat here in this room thinking, "I really want to go X," because that shifting field <coughs> might be miles away. You've got no idea where it is. You've got to somehow find that location work out yes this is the right location and then do it it's not as straightforward as just clicking your fingers and there you yeah, are yeah. there is effort involved. I'd, I'd certainly be happy with it not being something where in a way the more knowledge you get the more you become almost like a superhero yeah because i think because i think that's what this is i mean fair enough you've, you've got to learn it's not been one of those dreadful series where things happen and nobody ever seems to remember it yeah 
You know, and you mm. think, well, why don't you use X that you <coughs> used last week? Yeah. Or the, you know, right. It's a bit like Torchwood locking everything away. And you think, well, they actually got it right in the first series. You just blast them they with whatever they've left yes. behind on Earth. Mm. Right. What John's just pointing out to me is that... We have developed the world. We've decided who's going to be the producer. <laughs> me. Yeah. Um, we've come up with the premise for the show. Yeah, just in the book. So we need to create page protagonists. Page 18. Yeah. So that's who we're going to be. Page 18, the cast. Mm. So who do you fancy being? So protagonists in primetime adventures are heroic and imperfect. They have interests and needs that often conflict with goals of the group. There's never really a question about whether they're capable of saving the day. The question is about how their personal matters will interfere okay. and what they may need to give up in order to succeed. I kind of like being either. The nerdy guy who tries to work out the thing, or the guy in the cells who gets pulled out to try and explain it. Okay. Also keep in mind that this is supposed to model a TV show, and the protagonist needs to make sense being on the same show together. Mm. If it's a cop show, it would be boring and kind of pathetic for every cop to be a maverick who doesn't play by the rules and disrespects authority. Now you see, they say that, but... I remember when I read that the first time, thinking, actually, if they were all Mavericks, it'd be absolutely <laughs> fantastic. What is he talking about? It would be hilarious. Personality, motivation and background all matter as much as the skills of the protagonist, and they should be weighed carefully by the whole group. So work together to create so the characters, not individually. I like the idea of being a, an average cop. Mm -hmm. That's not in question, that's what he does. Yeah. He isn't a maverick or anything. He has a good family life on this side. He's married. Uh, he doesn't mm. have kids, but he's got a happy marriage and things. But at some point, he's glimpsed someone from the other side, and he would very much like to glimpse her again. Mm. So you've got that kind of love interest a, yeah, potential he's coming through. He's seen someone, and he wants to see her again. And is he going to give up his marriage for Indeed. that? So that's my contact. Okay. Write it down. Okay. I take it we're going for this series, then, are we? Uh, well, unless you've got a better idea. <laughs> it's just, it's just a movie we we kind of we got into talking about it. I mean, we even tried to start going through the list again and got talking about this show again, which suggests to me... I think that's because you me... shut the whales down and, and didn't <laughs> and want to mention any others. Well, which one? <laughs> well, kills the whales. It well, let's just do this. Come up with, we've got two protagonists, so come up with protagonists and then we'll go back yeah. to the list and let's see which bits you'd like to go back to. Because we don't have to do this one, do we? No, no, I'm, just, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not objecting to it. I'm just, just saying we, we seem to... Uh, committed to this one so mm -hmm. are we uh, are we focused on this being a sort of melding of the whole department 27 and I think so and it's, it's, a, it's a cop rather than department kind of super cop show yeah. think of it as a cop show yeah. um, with a bit of slight backing from the establishment but also a lot of blocking yeah I could say I'd like with more sort of plain clothes and Probably more. He's been. He's either been stuck so in the office Martin, for years, or also you need he to is get basically general an appearance, mm -hmm. personality, yeah. manner of speech, or a bit of background like info. Mm -hmm. Okay, it'd be nice to get out of the office occasionally. And if you have time and you can be bothered and you fancy it, a uh, detailed biography would be nice. But there's no need for it. But it would be nice. No, <coughs> there's no need for I it. I really hate. Well, that kind of hippie indie to. story game shit. No, we don't do right, that. Right, John, what kind of character box. do you That's fancy? That's what you're all uh, Well, I was thinking <laughs> the uh, the guy who is possible. It, it would depend really whether he'd have to be a, a police officer or whether he could be um, sort of civilian staff. The, pr the problem you've got is how close do you stick to real procedures in terms of would anybody... It's a TV series. Yes, I know. Answer your question. Well, but some of them have tried recently to, 
to do things like I mean even Star Trek did it. You start off it's the 1960s Kirk beams down with the initial away team. You move on to Star Trek the Next Generation Picard doesn't. He sends number one down. The good-looking fellow off the bridge. He, him down. he doesn't send down number one. That's the number two. <laughs> oh, pass that photo to Peter. Anyway, can we go back to the Cling knob jokes, jokes oh, please? No, I prefer them. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm sure we can manage a few knob gags at some point. Thank you. That. That's fun. probably something Charlie Ball will say. Anyway. <laughs> Every time, here we are, we're trying to do something serious and we find ourselves kicking against the pricks. <laughs> it is a stiff challenge. Look, I am getting a rise out of it, but oh, let's yeah. carry on. Good <laughs> Lord. Right, John, character. Uh, just give us some cock and ball story. <laughs> Weasel, shut it. We don't get wound it. up again, I don't need to blow you wide away. <laughs> Martin, shut it. John, tell me, character. <laughs> Zip it. <laughs> Shut it! <laughs> We're going to do Sweeney, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's also I wanted Apple White! <laughs> well, I actually thought I said it a minute ago, but. Um, Not comprehensively, can I didn't right. see it, sorry. Uh, well, just somebody who's either been stuck in the office for quite a while or is essentially an office worker and is sort of on the team from more that side. But it, I was just thinking of then, would he actually ever get. Well, yeah, we've, we've got why, go why would he be taken out on a Well, he's, got, he's obviously on, he's involved because he's going to have some specialist knowledge or uh, an aptitude for a particular thing. I mean, some of the but other cast ideas we about have. You could be friends, it. We've got the rookie partner. Yeah, I don't know if that's particularly the sort of thing. We've got the coroner. Because again, forensics wouldn't be involved in very much. This is, this is the, the question is how, how closely are you going to try and actually stick to the real world? I think the because is not really. Do you if want you to be that, a you're going to have to all play eccentric almost the same occult expert? You could be the local eccentric occult expert. But it's not a cop show unless more than one person is a cop, really. Well, you could be the rookie partner. Well, I was seeing myself more as the rookie partner. Okay. Oh, yeah. Because mm. yeah, yeah, actually, actually the, um, the occult expert um, has got some potential, but I, I think it would possibly be a bit one-dimensional. The way I see it is... Why well, can't you be a cop who's an occult expert? Uh, I think that well, it would, it would make him a, it would make it a very different sort of character, which Mulder. isn't necessarily a bad thing. But uh, yeah, that's that's perhaps what's nagging at me. Perhaps that's why make him a sort of version of. But Mulder. it wouldn't he be the older, more experienced cop who has seen a bit and does who's seen enough that he kind of believes in it, and then you know you're showing me the ropes because I need to be part of it. Yeah, you see, the way I see it is that there's there's got to be one person. Who interprets the weird shit for people? Yeah, whether it's by doing forensics on it, or whether it's by being into a cult, or whether it's by being from the other side actually and not, you know, just knowing about it. Now, you could play it if you want. I'll play the end, the older cop. I was. Uh, I, I would personally have thought that um, forensics and that kind of thing is much more an NPC role. No, because what you could do is you could say we've brought in an expert who can help us. And who would have come on the missions to help us work out what the hell we're getting into? But if, I mean, if somebody, for, for example, forensics, is going to do essentially the same thing all the time, which is go to a site of something that's happened, gather evidence, and leave. 
Yeah, but that you know, works. There, there are with... certain characters that no, I, I they... think their role is quite limited. Not necessarily. And it could be frustrating to play that. Going okay. back to the idea of it being a TV show, it's not like going down a dungeon where you want to have equal time per episode per person. In this game, somebody will be the main focus, i.e., their needs, their things will be happening, and you'll be throwing conflicts at them. And the other characters will be supporting that. So having a character that is a supporting character for a large amount of the time is actually what this game does. And you um, would have no, it's your not, moment in the it's sun. It's not about sharing the spotlight. Yeah. It's the fact that you're always having to do the same thing. Right, it's okay. limited options. And I think there are certain character types. The reason that they aren't the main focus, unless it's something unusual like Quincy, you know, yeah. the coroner. He's not really, when you get down to it, a coroner. He's he's like the PI. He's, yeah. he's, he's just every other sort of character. He happens to be the coroner. And I, I just wonder that unless you make them in that kind of thing where you think, well, almost, well, why would he be the forensics man? You, you're constantly kind of having to come up with excuses for him to be out there. Just like, yeah, come have to come up with excuses for the transporter not to be Okay, well, if that's not going to work, so I'm, think I'm of just, something I'm that just will. wondering if we're going to paint ourselves into a corner before we, okay. before I was we just start thinking with for, Forensics is kind of like, um, is one way of looking at it. The other one is also like your, your sleuth, someone who goes out to try and investigate. But well, that's your, that's your detective, you, isn't it? Well, no, because your detective is your human detector. Your sleuth is your... There's fog out. I'm going to go and track it, track it down. And you, you know, you'll, you'll be like the, in Torchwood terms, one of you would be your Captain Jack type, and the other one would be your um, Chinese girl, whatever, Asian girl, who goes out with the tech. Were you thinking of uh, <laughs> the sort of the rookie cop? Uh, are you thinking somebody who is very much a a junior policeman and is on this team, or just they're totally He's new to this sort of stuff? He's not a rookie CCI. Okay, so yeah, you think I don't even know what DCI means. I was known to police. Detective okay. Chief Inspector. Okay, he's not one of them. Uh, <laughs> DI? This could be no. a Detec- high power team. Well, that's an way. inspector, that's quite high. Yeah. You've got your constable, well, your sergeant, your inspector. Sorry? But this could be a high power team. Nothing wrong with it because it's a serious problem. A detective constable or a detective sergeant or a detective inspector, depending on how long he's been in. But I haven't seen him as plain clothes. I think he's been around a bit because he's plain clothes. So he's not. New to the force or okay. something, but he might be new to Manchester. He might be new to this team and this situation. Or you could, you could have transferred over from Hyde. Um, so in fact, you can almost have a guy who's not perhaps a midlife crisis, but approaching it where there's that thing he's caught that glimpse of this woman. And he's yes, at a very sort of vulnerable sense. point where he's wondering where his marriage is going. Maybe you know, loves someone everything, but they haven't got any kids and so on. And he sees something exotic. He's in a new area. Mm. You've got the is she settling down or? You, yes, if you've got a character who's, I suppose he's got elements of the sort of the Gene Hunt type. He's sort of perhaps just slightly mm, past no, his prime, he but he's no, not. No, that no, he's not that old. He's not. No, he's not that old. He's, per, he's a per, he's a perfectly competent ordinary cop. Guy. The the cop thing isn't the issue with him. It's this thing that the personal. He's actually, in fact, what I've just written down is he's trying to actually. He hasn't told the rest of the people in the team, but he is actively trying to find a way into failing. Yeah, which is a good yeah. good motivation to yeah. have. So, but in terms of being a police, he's a good, upright cop. He does the reports. He does everything right. He's he's fit. He looks after himself. He's he's a good. He's a copper's copper. He just does his job well, and he, people are happy to have him around, and he back them up, and they're in a fight. He's a Detective Sergeant's probably a good one then. But he's only about thirty, thirty-two. He's not oh, right, that okay. old. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, but I was assuming you were talking about someone who's perhaps 10 years old. No, okay. he's not that old. Okay. okay. So if we're doing it in the kind of today, modern age, he was kind of a young man when the bomb happened, hmm. but he's kind of grown up seeing the effects slowly emerge. And also in well, terms of the story, the girlfriend is his childhood sweetheart. Yeah. They've been together since like... Yeah, because he's not necessarily seeing yeah. the effects of the bomb at all yeah. if it's, yeah. if it's yeah, restricted Manchester. to Manchester yeah. because he's not from around here. Good point, yeah. Because that would be like me then, because I moved up to Manchester way after all that happened. Yeah. So I could play that that way because that's how I see yeah. Manchester anyway. Okay. So. What you need is an issue. I think I've got that. Okay. Yeah. The trying to get into Fairy to get this girl is an issue. It's a good issue. Possibly, I'm not sure whether... Uh, anyway. Well, it, it's a good personal conflict issue because he's conflicted personally because he's got a good marriage on the one hand, but he's driven to try and That's see this girl the better again. Issue. The, the being... Going into fairy is a goal, yeah. whereas going into fairy to balance against your marriage is the issue. Mm. Uh, what's your um, edge? You need some traits. You need either two edges and one connection or two connections and one edge. And the edge is like... An edge is like, I am a cop. Well, that'll be an edge then. Yep. And a connection is like, I know Bob the forensic person. They are... A connection is someone who you have a relationship with. In so what do I have? Two edges and a connection? Excuse me. Two edges and a connection. Or two connections and one edge. Right. But two of one and one of the other. Yes. So for me, sir... Yep. I'll be right uh, some weird elvish name, Valodius or something. Malodius? Malodius. So, Valerian or something. That sounds like Valerian. some kind of disease. Oh, fucking hell. Everything I've seen that doesn't sound like a disease. You have been a little bit. Of, like, we have all this one. We did the radio tonight. show. Everything you suggest is going to be wrong. I, I'm going to be smallpox. The, uh, <laughs> <laughs> You've got smallpox. <laughs> Laudanum. I was just trying to think of something that wasn't a venereal disease. <laughs> Did we come up with someone who knows more about fairy than anything else? Yeah, me. That would be you. Yeah. So what are you going to be called then? A you're fairy name. I come from fairy. Jasmine. Yes, but for the purposes of the game, that's your true name. You'll actually Clancy. have a name that you go by in this well, world because you understand that your name wouldn't I've never met him, so I don't know. Think. Jack. Yes. And the beanstalk. Again? Yeah. Just oh, if you start saying chemical, yeah, right. chemical Jack and yeah, <laughs> Jack Christine. Yeah, Jack you do like Jack, Jacks, don't you? Don't we? <laughs> you don't know Jack. Badger. Badger. Yeah, makes you sound like a public You thought it was a good or, name, too. Yeah. yeah, Badger Jones. Yes. Hello, everybody. You all right there, Badger? <laughs> Hey, Ginger. Do you know what would be fantastic? Jacob, if it was, this was actually the drones. It was Peter, not forget the police thing. It's the drones Jason. club. It's all Jeeves and Worcester. Right, but with think the occult of a name side as well. That somebody from Fairy would look at and think that'll fit in in Manchester. That's a very old name. Voxel. Alicante. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> uh, Mr. Waterstone. Yeah, that would be a good surname because you'd see that big, big font of knowledge. Waterstone. Okay. Dave Debenham. <laughs> Dave. Uh, right, okay. Uh, my Kendall Waterstone. My edge <laughs> is uh, fairy. 
Mm. So there he is. perhaps wrong end of town now. <laughs> uh, and my Mr. Um, Canal. My uh, <laughs> connection. Of his first name is. You can have one. So but anal. Okay. Oh. Oh. I was just thinking he could be called Al- Alimentary or something. Al Elemental. Canal. My dear Watson. Um, <sighs> Elementary, my dear. My, my, my connection would be uh, somebody on the other side. Mm-hmm. Or somebody in the government. How about then, the person you've seen? Ooh. Ooh. Gets deep. I need an edge. I need another edge. My connection's the favourite okay. princess. I think it had some examples of different. She's things. a princess, you know. Twenty-six. Okay. There's a section on example um, edges. And my retired intelligence uh, agent control freak. I'm gonna have another edge or another connection. Who would I have? Political activist. What's he on about there? Uh, the example <laughs> edges. Edges. Political activist. I'm Somebody from the government. I'm going to have a connection. Are you Political going? activist isn't necessarily from the government. John? Yeah. I was going to say, who are you going to play? On the I have a clue. Um, right. we're, we're, I'm afraid I'm running into the problem I always have with a certain sort a of cool indie expert. game, which is I never know. Until, until we start playing, I don't know who I want to be. Yeah, or I will have ah, a rough idea. Ah, but you have the advantage. You can we, character we, we, development? No, no, no. We can play a trailer. Alright. You play one episode. And then you go, now we're entering the series, who do you want to be? Am I allowed to keep an edge or a connection back until we've played the trailer then? So yeah. I can yeah. right, keep one yeah. handy then. I've got... Uh, you might ed- write another character right. in you. I've got an edge which is um, from Fairy. My edge is called I'm Fairy. Uh, my connection mm. is with the Fairy Princess. My other connection is with an occult expert who I first came across and started badgering and pretending I was kind of somebody much more powerful than I was to start to get stuff on this side and money and stuff. And it was only when he was found dead that you dragged me to the cells. Okay. And my uh, my other thing, my issue, which I haven't worked out how to do that yet, is I'm effectively on the run from the other side. Right. Uh, which is that everybody you meet in fairy pretty well will, apart from that fairy princess, Ooh, will consider me. So you're guy. very you're keen from... not to go back. You're very keen to go over. He's very keen not to go over. I'm very keen not to be seen by people who recognise me. So you'll Which be putting everybody. a lot of yes. obstacles in these guys' way because you these don't actually... Are you, uh, are you actually a dude? I was wondering whether to be a brother. Because if you're important, somebody may then end up being sent to try and retrieve you. Yeah. Except, of course, as far as we know, people can't travel over at will, so it could take some time for that to happen. Yeah. But that's then. where those crystals I think I'll be a brother in episode four. Who's attempted, <laughs> who's attempted a palace coup in fact. Well, there has to be a side effect. Oh, yeah. That has to be a reason why they don't show up again. So what's my issue? The issue has to be more of a personal problem. Like... Uh, Uncontrollable flatulence. <laughs> Thank you. So you've got kind of romantic trouble, haven't you? Really, that's yours. What about if everything from, from fairy Not actually, actually smelt yeah. like a bouquet of quite nice flowers? There was just always that hint of a totally incongruous a scent. No, yeah, no, something no, sandalwoody like for the that males. No, that no matter how nasty and corrupt and evil it, it was, has a there's the, you can catch nice. some faint scent of uh, of fairy itself. A, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or an ozone smell or something. Yeah, I know what you mean. Though. Yeah, that's a good idea. I mean, it's not necessarily you can constantly smell it all the time. So fairies smell hint. good. <laughs> 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 we'll abbreviate it to that. Yes. So the men can have a kind of nice... What do you think, nice... Martin? 
kind of male well, scent. Well, possible women have nice things for me. Is, um, I was just thinking, you know, that anything of fairy has a certain fairy issues. Scent. Yeah. yeah. And it's, One it's is possibly atonement. Maybe I'm a walker. But it's quite attractive. However hideous the thing itself. Maybe that coup really, really, really got out of hand because your dad was so unhappy, he started lashing out and it wasn't you that actually took the brunt. It was... All my followers. followers and their wives and, and really their children. Oh, I like that. Atonement, there we go. Mm-hmm. It's your issue, is it? Yeah, I like that a lot. You are Speak. guilty of heinous crime. Yeah. And I really don't want to go back over. Mm. But I don't want them coming over either. So you're trying to just I remember to in the cells. In fact, your daddy, the ruler of fairydom, is actually a really not very nice man. And if he got control of this world as well, he might enslave you to mm. his will. And you don't want that to happen. Ooh. We're writing the plot. We're going to need a bigger boat. We don't need to play now. <laughs> <laughs> written it all and it's all done. I'm going to go and catch some blue whales. I hope Paramount's listening to this or Fox or something. <laughs> oh, not Fox. Not Fox. No. Not we're Fox. hoping for a second HBO. series. <laughs> HBO would be yeah, reasonable. HBO. Yeah, but they're Defin- just definitely not sci fi channel. Yeah. Mm. You've seen the quality recently. Mm. Mm. Anyway, let's, let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> Something incredibly surprising happened to me today. I was on one of the um, the forums for old role playing games, you know, the sort of the original D and D that kind of stuff. And somebody was saying about Empire of the Petal Throne. How would you do something if you're these barbarians who've just arrived? You know, what do you do? And I said, Well, when I ran it, we did this, and so we went. Oh, I heard that. I really want to hear the rest of it. And I thought, Oh shit, um, <laughs> <laughs> that's thrown me. <laughs> there you go. You've got a fan. Okay, so mm. far I've got that I'm a... Pagan 8 comes from Stoke, and yes, in answer to your question, which I've not written to you back yet, Pagan 8, uh, Gary, um, yes, we do come from Stoke as well, so God knows, we uh, might even pa- know Pagan 8, that was sh- not sure if I've noticed. Mm. Pagan, oh, yeah, I've got a little Pagan private eight. message or something, isn't it? I'm very sorry, I didn't check my messages. But yes, we do come from Stoke. Well, it's a miracle that you go on the Because it was about you telling, talking about the exploding toilets, remember <laughs> the toilets exploding oh, yes. in Stoke? In Hamley. I'm slightly appalled. That the national news, and he knew about that as yeah, well. So. I'm slightly appalled that that's the bit that he would recognise <laughs> that ties in. The fact that we sound like Stokies as well, I would have thought. Apparently bit. not. Everybody thinks we're from Manchester. You think we oh, well. we sound alike? Oh. Incredible. Well, you've been in Manchester long enough now, haven't you? I suppose. I've been here about three or four years. So yes, Gary, we do come from. He's been here about seven or eight, haven't you? Seven or eight years. I've been here as long as you have. Well, no, because I'm. I'm in, well, I've all been, of I've, I've been away, months, but you know. Well, maybe I was living back in Stoke for a while. Anyhow, getting back to the game. Yeah, I went to America and then I worked in Hanley well, for you a really year. Like five minutes there, really. But then I moved back to Stoke. Yeah, and then I moved. Don't mind this. Carry on. Just, 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 just tell us. We're trying, we're trying to reconstruct bits and of my life here. What's the you're chopping out? <laughs> <laughs> so we decided who you are. Yeah? So are you just going to try smoke signals? We're running out of furniture. <laughs> Martin, pick a name for the uh, fairy king. Ooh, Oberon. Oh, meatloaf time. Clarence. Oh, no, really it's go it's traditional, it. but uh, I don't know, isn't it a little bit? Well, hey, come on, we said, we said fairy, let's go for it. Oberon. Well, you it know, doesn't matter. Unless someone else. Because, well, it's very easy to code. You can just say, in your language, it would be. Mm. And then you sorted it. You've just gone. And that's where Shakespeare, well, Shakespeare went to fairy. And that's where or how about it. it's not actually Oberon, but. Um, and then Titan. Well, the analogue that you would understand is. No, well, they, they just come across. The fiction that's been um, written has been blown you know, through. They read some Shakespeare. To the and like that in and go, oh, yes, well, I'm, 
by them having <laughs> thin pockets. He's of not this. at all, but yeah. you know that's that's a sort of. Uh, but they think a it's our word fiction. for chief of. The well, just in, in likes the idea that yeah. uh, that he will he will be this person that we think. Like the Godfather. Uh, if you like. No, I heard the Godfather invented tradition. So after the Godfather film came out, the people in the mafia began to model some of their behaviour on the film. All that stuff that cheeks like, with yeah, cotton wool. All that, well, all that kind of, you know, kneeling and kissing ring and all that stuff. Ooh, eh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're going to go. Oh, we are back to land of fairy, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> because I will have a nemesis. Mm. Which is, if I put Oberon, that's not going to work. Because you're not going to get the King of Fairies across no. so much. But I Oberon's think... henchman. Yeah. I don't even think it's Oberon's henchman. I think it's actually one of the survivors of the cult who blames you. Mm. Who Good used idea. to be your your right hand man or something. And yep. he's escaped. So as he well, knows he you stayed, well. He stayed to try and make it all better in Fairy. And you ran away. And he knows you very well. He knows but your he weak points. He doesn't really understand, you know, your motives yeah. and whatever. You know, you know, you're just a, a misunderstanding. But he can predict what you would do. I like that. Because it's got to be people mostly on our side. Yeah, and that ties in with my issue, which is atonement, because you can constantly go, "It's your fault they died." Yeah, you'd go, exactly. Yeah. So you can introduce that then in the in the plot. And, of the and you'd go, and you'd go something like, um, "Betray your friends, your, your human friends, because frankly you've yeah. you've got to come back with me." And that's basically you'll find that easy because you've already betrayed everyone on the other side. Yeah. Anyway, so you bastard. Yeah. Mm. I'm not a nice person. No, I think you are. I think you're misunderstood. I think you are a nice person. No, No, I think you're driven with guilt over it. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I think you are a nice person. I think inherently he's a good character, not a bad character. I think we'll find out when I fail some conflicts. (laughs) (laughs) You're using my brother's name. For your nemesis. Well, I figure that... Do you think my nemesis would actually have the name... I'm not sure, actually. Your brother called Oberon. Quite like him called so my, my dad used to work with a guy called Merlin Turtle Peach. My brother's called Mark, and I put Mark. I'm glad I'm not, because really you, you, you're going to no, be I carrying think, that I'm your whole life, of, and it's not going to be something you can just tuck away. <laughs> I'm, I'm tempted to go your route actually, because if you're giving me my name Mortalstone, I'm going to give that nemesis the name of the shop. <laughs> or uh, oh, what's his name? Anne um, Summers. Uh, <laughs> It's a woman. Well, I like your Kendall. No, it's not a woman. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to give him a woman's name. It could be a woman actually. Couldn't it? Yes. Victoria. Taking from Victoria's Station. Oh, I thought you were going to say Victoria's Secret. Secret. <laughs> <laughs> Victoria's Secret earlier, actually. I don't know. I don't. What? I don't go oh. shopping for ladies' underwear, I'm afraid, I don't. As much as you used to. No. Yeah, well, <laughs> you don't make it my size now, I fill that up a little. Just a rubber on Boasting again. If you could perhaps stop jiggling with your hands in your pockets <laughs> like that. Well, if you could just stop staring at my crotch. <laughs> the fact you keep thrusting it above the level of the table is a little bit eye-catching. What's your fairy princess called? And put some trousers on you. No, that's a queen. Barbie. <laughs> Victoria Beckham. Um, Barry I don't Mode. know. I don't know because I've never met her. I don't know. What Claudine. I you tell me. She's Claudia your Black. The question Claudine. is this. Is she... Claudia. Is she... A renegade from the court. She's had to run from a coup. I don't know. No, I don't think that should be. Is she actually um, in our world? No, I'm kind of pointing out that you could be seeing her in Man- streets in Manchester, not just in Fairy. You could mm. just catch sight of her, and she's like walking down the street, and it's like, hang on, oh, she's gone. Yeah, but at this point, she's she's almost uh, a sign for a plot element. She's not really a, a person that you. We haven't given her any No, she is because I've I've written down her as a connection. And he's 
in love with her or fancy the pants off her. Yeah, so, so it's she's defined got a lot of power. It, it's defined her as someone who will be in the episode with me several times. She, she's important. She's a connection. What, right from the go? Because I'd assume that that was something that you'd have to be working mm, up to. No, episode but I might two not meet onwards. He, he, might, he might meet her, but I'm never there when that occurs. You see, I like the idea she's actually in Manchester living partly. And who says I've told she, him? She kind of, he doesn't know yeah. that I fancy his sister and I don't know that it's yeah. his sister. Yeah. I actually think she could be that person. Doesn't know. Nice Does she have a, she got a pony called Delilah? That's like, what I was just saying. R- it, it actually it could be this <laughs> Rosalyn, like the chapel. It's not going to be that person. No. Fair enough. Rosalyn. No, it just, uh, I was going to make it like the chapel. But I'm going to make it Rosalyn. Okay, so that's our. A very pretty raffle, actually. Yeah. Is, it, is it not out of. Rosalind. As you like it, Delilah. That's Rosalind. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I like this. Okay, John, what have you got? So far, I've got. So far, I've got um, Reg Lombard, who's in his mid forties and has been stuck in the office for quite a while. Uh I can't think why he's been stuck in the office. He isn't particularly thrilled. He has no legs. Brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) He's a brain in a jar, (laughs) but nobody's told him. (laughs) What? (laughs) He he thinks he just gets a lot of overtime. He's been nailed to the desk (laughs) for 30 years. So, Reg Lombard, brain in a jar. (laughs) Let's move on to what you were actually thinking. I'm not actually sure I can get past the brain in a jar now. (laughs) We could do that, couldn't we? We we need to have a a complete episode of me and you doing stuff. And then the last bit of every episode go, night, Reg. (laughs) (laughs) And there's just a little bubble trope. And the final episode of the whole thing is just the janitor cleaning up and you realise that everyone's a brain in a jar and the whole thing's been just dreamed. So, uh, I've got... Red we're all in a jar of time. Sort of middle age, he's, he's very determined and pig-headed when he gets on something. Is he a policeman? Well, that's the problem. Is, is he a uh, civil I mean, yes, or an actual see, police I, I think he's probably, go, he's probably going to be someone who was a very Under active right? officer who was, for whatever reason... A bit portly, a bit tired. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <Jimmy> <laughs> But what about no, his character? <laughs> but what does Reg look like? Bit of a bagpuss kind of a character, just you know, bagging a bit loose at the seams. Is he quite elderly? Whatever. Is that what you imagine? Oh. Uh, elderly, I don't know. Would you say that, um, let's say, 43, 44, that's elderly then. So, yeah, I suppose it is now you mention it, John. Um, yeah, God, that's, oh, I mean, that's pretty decrepit, really. I don't think... I mean, I you don't think, think I'll live that long. You don't so. think somebody like that can move pretty damn fast with a uh, like a pint glass in the hand? <laughs> <laughs> I would think somebody like that is very likely to have a pint glass in the hand. Yeah, I mean, they've got nothing to live for. Might as well go for the alcohol. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I suppose you're right. Perhaps okay, I kill the brain character. in the jar first. <laughs> Sorry, well, no, well, you can't blend it straight. So, in. so you're you're a kind of a guy who's. But now you're in this. You're a slightly cynical cop, are you? Why well, are you there? Well, I don't know, but we can sort that out. But yeah. he's, uh, I'm just picturing somebody who, who was, you, perfect, there? you know, who's oh. fit, all the rest of it. Oh, so. how, how about you're there because the... you're not meant to be? Because, oh, sorry, but you're there. <laughs> you just walked through the wrong door. No, so, no, uh, episode the... one consists of somebody going, I'm no, sorry, because they think, think you can't make oh, a difference. <laughs> they, think, they, they put you <laughs> in it. No, no, what happened was, Pursued by they, they set up a department that couldn't do anything. So they put you in because they thought you couldn't do it. Because you're kind of sleepy hollow. And you force your way in because you're chasing the fairy princess. So I'm, I'm thinking that Reg would be... And now you're whipping him. You're just today. wanting an easy life, aren't you? You're getting him off his no, chair. No, I, like, I want somebody who's going to have to have his world turned upside down at some point, really. Yeah. 
but so he's in a rut at the well, moment. He's in a rut. He's been he's been he's sort of taken off the streets. He's, he's stuck in an office. Well, he's he, he's, he's <laughs> <laughs> Not helpful. Shush. Carry on. It's the first time. <laughs> you know where he'll be though, don't you? It's where, where Not to. helpful, shush. Carry on. What a drag. Um, I'll call him Bob, shall we? Not <laughs> helpful, shut it. Stumpy. Uh, you should play cowboys, you'd be like a low down Bob. Sweet and low down. Anyway, Reg, so, um, well, episode one the thigh's the limit. <laughs> <laughs> Where the wind's blowing. Not helpful. Right, sit there. Okay, you are. <laughs> Come on, Reg, put some legs on. Um, so I got the idea that he's he is out of shape, he hasn't really done any field work, and he's sort of he'll end up being he he's got to do it, and he's not going to be somebody who can do the Captain Jack bit of hmm. you know, running down the streets at high speed after he'll, he'll get two hundred yards and Start lean up against the, the side and um, But the, there needs to be something that's happened that's left that's put his life on a bit of a downward slide. But that can happen in the first episode, can't it? Because no, I'm thinking that would have happened a long time yeah. ago. Right, because okay. he's bit, the reason he's out of shape and everything isn't just that you know he's a slob. It's just that he doesn't particularly see he's got any. He's he's just ticking over until he dies. Has so his wife died? John, what, one of the one of the uh, issues people could have is grief. So you could have had. Like your partner died or something. Yeah, I mean, totally it would have to be a long time ago. How about um, grief in the sense you the one that was left behind, perhaps <laughs> following on with the fairy thing? Narnia did happen, but your childhood friends all went to fairy, and you were the kid who was left behind, and you've always carried it round. You've never. That doesn't fit no, in with the premise. How about, how about the bomb that took this? What, you lost your friend? Your wife? Yeah, that's something. Perhaps, that's perhaps more. And yet, maybe later on, you can yeah. find them in the fair. I, I don't. I don't know if it would have they been kind of a lifelong thing. I think this would have been something where everything was going fine until a certain point. <laughs> your daughter was killed in the bomb, which led to you splitting up with your wife. The, the bomb didn't no, actually kill anybody, <laughs> but maybe it put her in a lifelong coma. Maybe it just. She's cheery, isn't she? <laughs> no, but you see, you see what I mean. Because you, I'd you give you something. Be, you could be imagine you've lost someone in the bomb, but actually they're not really lost. But you've had ten years of mourning. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But then we I'll, don't need to make it historically like accurate. So but you're, um, somebody could have died in the bomb. What I was saying before is that perhaps they set up the department with the aim that it wouldn't work. So they picked somebody who was obviously not, not going to do the gonna job, do, not going to be very proactive thoroughly. about it. So because the guy in charge doesn't want it to happen, and he managed to replace someone by playing off his politics at a lower level. Because he wants to so now he's going to drag you out of that chair, and get you on the street. Yeah, that would probably work as a as a relationship between the two characters. Yeah, because he's driven to make it happen, and then you're going to find some sort of atonement in that. Yeah, yeah, something along those yeah. lines would probably uh, work a lot. So you're going to slow him down. It's going to be like, what the hell are you doing? You can't even run. Well, you know, uh, have a donut or something. You know what I mean? Uh, well, I'm not picturing Chief Wigan, but... Uh, but you know what I mean? <laughs> so you're yeah. dragged out of your comfort zone by his yeah. desire for the And you might girl. find a reason for, for it meaning again. Yeah, I think he's, I'm, I'm thinking of somebody who's sort of... <coughs> you know, he had a reason to live and he had a, a purpose in life and all yeah. the rest of it, and then something's happened that he just doesn't see the point yeah. anymore. So you need, and it's you need, been like that for a long time. So you need an edge. An edge is, 
Yeah, yes. you need one, one or two edges. You need one edge, one connection. You can keep and something back, but have a think about it. Uh, an edge would be something like your superpower. So, or your color, <coughs> or your role, or your job, or something. It'd be what you'd roll under to say, I can do this. So mine is, I'm a fairy. His is, you're a cop. He said that. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> See, I was thinking he's, he's, he's sort of determined stuff and pick a but that's going to be too narrow for that sort of thing, then, isn't it? Now, well, he's got a lot of real. He's, he would be very good at crossing over. Show be tuning in. So, for example, in CSI, in Angel, it's I'm a, a fighter of evil. In CSI, it's I'm a forensics person. In, uh, I don't know, in Firefly, it's I'm the captain. You know what I mean? So, essentially, uh, I'm, I'm an overweight death I'm jockey. The is the, uh, yeah. He's not that fat. He's <laughs> out of shape. Right, I John. suppose it's a step up from having no legs anyway. I'll, I'll take what I can. John, I mean, the way you're describing her as being stubborn, he would have a lot of will. So actually, I think he would be very good at crossing over between the two places. You would actually well, be the link that, that would enable them to do it. But he'd be eventually. wanting to stop you. And also, because you ha if you had a lot of will, it would probably make you more magically inclined so you could perhaps have a, a think around you really don't want to do it but you're dragged kicking and screaming into it but when it comes down to it you are actually quite good at it because you've got this inner stubbornness and ability to focus so your your edge could be magician uh no that's much going a bit too far with it well you're not trained you don't know anything about it but maybe at the end of the series you might be yeah possibly but then i mean in that case then it's not a major or anything is it's you not were a fave, no because in each episode you're changing. learning and doing things mm -hmm. and that's what you'd be picking your cards against to see if you could do it you see you could be a changeling <coughs> the same you were a fey child to yeah. your left uh, no you don't yeah. what do you fancy what do you want to get well, out fancy of having, the character? having a character who is actually quite mundane in okay ways, in you know in your sort of mundane but he, as but he wouldn't be if you see what i mean he would the whole point of the TV series is he, he starts being a mundane person, but he isn't, because otherwise he's kind of a boring character. No, 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 I don't mean that sense of mundane. What I mean, makes your character interesting to watch? In a way, he's going to be the sort of, the link, be, I suppose he'd be the link between the, the viewer and the, uh, he, he's the sort of, the anchor. You've got all this magical, fantastic stuff. You've got to have a fairly believable character. You're the doctor's assistant. Sort of. Uh, hopefully a bit less screaming. <laughs> so what would that give you what could we create an edge around that then um, what do you see in, dependability in, let's say the first, no it, that's not really an edge. what, what no. do you see in your in in your um, time in the show like in early in the season and later in the season what do you see yourself doing because I see myself going out there and kind of helping people understand how fairy works and trying to tell people to back off in certain areas and maybe pulling someone out of the way of a dragon, that kind of thing, and saying, watch out, that breathes fire. Yeah, I see Martin is running down the street saying, stop it! Yeah? <laughs> yeah. What do you see yourself doing? Do you see yourself going, fuh, 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 I'm out of breath? Or do you see yourself doing... Well, occasionally. I mean, it's not like the yeah, defining yeah, no, point of what, character. What but I'm saying, do you see yourself being... Do you see yourself being suddenly going, you know, if I did that, oh... That magic's gonna, yeah. Um, no, it, then you could have a character art. No, really well, what do so you don't see? see that? I see him being somebody who's perhaps being dragged back to the to, to sort of reclaim the life that he did have, and actually having some point to his life again. Mm -hmm. 
but in terms, so we've got that emotional journey that he's going to make. In terms, of, make, in terms of special effects and action, what do you see yourself doing? Well, he's doing much the same sort of stuff as, as Martin. I mean, they're part of the. the so same your team, edge would be cop again. It's just coming at it from a different angle. Well, yeah, you're the, t- you're the two different sides. You've got the older <laughs> and rather <laughs> cynical really well. yeah. cop who is, is he's going to want to do things. Well, you, you've got the Gene Hunt and the um, John Sim, whatever is. Kind of. I think we need to forget called. this Gene Hunt business, you know, since I've never seen the programme. I'm, I'm using it only as a. And I've not seen it either, so I can't. Yeah, so well, you've, you've got the new it. ways against the old ways, which was yeah, a lot of conflict. Not, that's not, what he's not necessarily that. Right, okay. I'm not suggesting that he's stuck in the past, other than the fact that. He doesn't that, see the point, does he? That's the thing. You know, he's, he's not he's stuck in the past, as in he, oh, he still thinks it's 1986, 1996, or 2006. It's more the fact that he's. He's just going through the motions. Um, yeah. Something that will sort of reignite, not necessarily... He's a bit of an emotional zombie. Well, yeah. So yeah. here's a question. What, 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 when presented with something, what makes you react differently to him? Because otherwise you're only one character. In what way is And I would say the difference different? is he runs towards it and you hold him back. You're the restraining force, sense of... I mean, it's going to depend on circumstance, and this is where I always have a problem with with games where you don't develop as you go. It's um, you can develop it's, as you go. You've got a, you've got to start, so don't worry about it. Yeah, so I mean, it's that it's that sense have of limiting yourself. Have a think about it over the next night or started. three, I guess. That's right. So you need you need a, a a connection. A connection is a person that you've got a connection with, one thing. Yeah. So, okay, that's uh, enough. example connections can be. Uh, it doesn't actually have to be a living person. So your connection can be the person you lost, and they just could appear in ghost form. Not actual ghost form, but you know what I mean. You mind. Yeah. Okay. Or, or your connection. I'll have a think. Or your connection can be uh, like someone else in the force, somewhere else, where who you can use to get a job done for you. Yeah. Like you were really friendly with Margaret and Frenzics or something. Yeah. Or your, and you also need you also need another edge or connection. Right. Well, I've got the rules, so I will have a look yep. through and see uh, see if anything comes to mind. Uh, Emma <coughs> might actually already be here. I don't know. So. And you can have a nemesis as well. And the other thing we've got to agree is sets. So there'll be a set for the show, which is the the cop place, whatever. But we each should have like a personal set. Well, that'll be my apartment. Yes. Yeah, With me. your happy relationship being shown. That's where, yeah. We're coming home, giving a big smooch. And I, I figure, at least at the start, a lot of my personal set would be the cells. Because I'd be a prisoner and you'd bring me out. Yeah. See, mine certainly with. wouldn't be home. It would be one of those things like... Yours would be the like office, wouldn't Paul's it? wife, you'd never actually see it. You'd never see him in the context of his domestic life. Because Perhaps he's always that, in the office. That bit's t- no, it's not that he's always in the office. It's just that he hasn't actually Hub? got anything to go home for. So would you yeah. be in a pub? So you might find him in the pub all the time. Or he's always sitting in a cafe doing the crossword or something. Cafe would so be a nice setting. Some, something like that. Yeah. I, don't, I don't really want to, to say the pub because that's just where you would expect a copper to be all cafe, the time. Cafe then. Because that's where they all are. What so about I, cafe? I, I can imagine myself doing the, the Steve McQueen thing. You know, with the, the, you could... <laughs> you pull me out. And then also in the, in the cells kind of freaking out and going, you've got, you can't, you can't, don't do it. Don't yeah, go that way. Yeah. Something. Yeah. I was wondering how you could be driving the a fast car in the cells but you're talking yeah. about a different film. Yeah. Not bullets, I don't think. No. <laughs> So there we go. Uh, All right. What do we think? I think we've got to start. We'll have to see. I, don't know. I mean, there's, there's no way of no saying how we can play, of course. So, uh, 
So we'll have uh, first episode next week. Cool. And I think it would be a, a pilot, yeah? Yes. Suppose we need to think of a name for the series. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, that's an email job, isn't it? Yeah, I think we'll have to talk about that at length. Unless you've got a really cool one straight off. Nothing's leaping to mind, no. Considering the struggles I have to go through to create a character in these games, coming up with the time. <laughs> well, just a question. Well, well, have you still got the radio on? The recorder. the recorder, yes. But why do you find it, do you think, difficult, more difficult than a D&D class? Because it's the kind of same kind of process for me. No, it's much easier. Um, if yeah. you are, you, I've, I've you roll up some characteristics or whatever, yeah. and you have a framework, or you assign points or whatever it yeah. is, and you have a framework, and you say, well, he's going to be kind of, um, you know, I don't know, he's going to be a con man, which is the one everyone claims I always play, but I rarely do. Fine, so that's where you start. Yeah. And then how he's going to be, shut up you, how he's going to actually be and how he's playing, how he reacts and what's going to be interesting, you pick up as you go. But in most of these games, you have to think of it in advance. Now, I don't know uh, but, if but I'm actually going to think one. of a good idea up front. But take this one. I, I don't know, for instance. I, I've got an issue, which is my issue is kind of atonement and stuff. But I don't know if I'm going to atone. I don't know whether I'm going to end up making uh, up but with people. I don't know if I not. want atonement to be what my character's about. I want to find out what, what in the setting, what in the other characters is interesting. I mean, something in Martin's character might come up, and I think, well, actually, no, that's brilliant. I could do such and such. That would tie in beautifully. That would be really good. But I don't know at the moment. But that requires this is everybody else to know what they're doing. So no, no, it do doesn't. It doesn't because unless everyone just already. Always does the way in other games. It's just the that I've always—it's always been much more organic rather than just coming up with everything straight up front. But the way the game works is that, say, like scene one, I'd be doing something, and I'd be hitting that button for atonement because that. No, the, I know. I know the scene that. is to drive you towards your character. That, that's the thing with with a huge number of indie games. Mm. Anything that's been influenced by Sorcerer and all these things, mm. they rely on this upfront uh, mechanism. Mm-hmm. And I personally just find it extremely difficult to come up with that stuff in advance because I don't actually know if I'm going to find it interesting. I mean, several times come up with a character, and as you go, you think, well, do you know what? I, I, I don't think he'd be that fanatical, or I don't think he'd be quite like that. And you, you adjust it. But that's the point I was saying about a trailer. You give it a go, and you go, no, no, when I do the series, I want to be like this, really. Yeah, how many trailers do you get? You know, it, it's, not a, it's not an organic growing process, it's not picking up things as you go and improvising. But it just say you can't change. It's scripting. In, in advance, and and I find that much more difficult. Okay, but that's just that's just me. I no, mean, I just I want to understand your, your kind of mental processes you go through, how you see it, and that's that's good. You help. Yeah. Right. Anyway, uh, good night, all. We'll uh, catch you next week. Yeah.